are finally live. Hey, concrete. Girl, I got this damn incense blowing. And you're still it's, on mute. <laughs> you lucky because you don't want to know what I said. <laughs> when I be waiting on uh, your that's uh, what, what once a year, child, please. Uh-uh. With tough talk. Don't, 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 don't. Here, get this incense. Light another, let, you light that incense. I'm gonna light some sage on my end. Oh, girl, I thought you was about to say you was gonna light a blunt. I'm like, shit, what's up, I might, I might need to. I might need to. I ain't gonna hit it. I'm gonna just let the fumes do what they do. But, um, anyways, we are live. What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, girl. what's going on, child? Same old, same old, same old, same old. Let me try out. All these people in the chat, oh Lord, they yes. talk shit. Uh, shout out to Black Wizard, shout out to Amethyst Stone, shout out to Gender War Lore. Hit that damn like button, Gender War Lore. Um, a shout out to D Mac the Trucker. <laughs> Y'all know what's gonna happen, right? Lord, please, Jesus. Um, <laughs> Black Wizard again, shout out to Melanie Jones. Hey, love. Um, MGTOW Universe, Victim Olympics, Kick Clouds. Here they go. Bev, what's up, Bev? Hey, people. Hey, people. Keep it 100. What's up? The cynical one. Hey, love. Bap, what's good? UFO Kamikaze. What is going on, honey? I ain't earning to get on this camera. And I planned on putting on a sweater, but it's warm in here. So y'all going to take it like it is. Y'all lucky that I came on camera today. I feel like crap, but I showed up anyway. So there's that. But um, child, what's going on? Before we get off into this topic, because I'm certainly interested. Ooh, I am. I saw little snippets, just a few little snippets of the uh review or, or what what we'll be reviewing so i'm excited about that but before we get off into that and before we get off into the secondary thing that, that i'm excited to talk about what what's teacher what's going on girl you ready to talk about these damn passport bros getting kicked out no of that's the secondary thing i was girl, trying to hold off on shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm not okay before we get off into that Let's talk about a few other little small minor things before we jump off into the the, the big fish. Um, yeah, girl, bring it up because I don't be knowing shit. <laughs> did you see how um what's his name? Antonio Brown, child. Antonio Brown. Like, I don't know what's going on with him. Um, he's always been a wild card. And from my understanding, he leaked a, I guess it was a video or it was a video or a still photo. I don't know which one of a woman that was servicing him on his Snapchat. And it just so happened to be his baby mama. And so everybody was in an uproar. I'm not surprised because that's the type of ish he does. She put out a statement, but like, this is your baby mama. Why would you even do that? And then like, for what? Like, I, I, something wrong with him. Uh, yeah. Girl, did you see that he released a statement saying that it was, he was hacked and that he's getting the Snapchat yeah, people lie. involved? <laughs> Girl, I was like,
make you that mad at your baby mama to leak her nudes or leak her shit out? Like, why would you do that? And you chose the bitch. If you don't like her, cool, but you chose her. He a dang on lie. That fool know he was not hacked. Like, all the antics that he do. Do you believe he was hacked? <laughs> For one second? Like, a little bit? You No? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, girl. <laughs> yeah, girl. Yeah, right. Antonio mm -hmm. Brown has always been one of those dudes that, you know, so when he first became like this big old phenomenon, everybody, oh, Antonio Brown. And then I watched him and he was talking about mama's cooking and all that shit. And he tried to get some black women to go fight against somebody else. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at him and I'm like, why would anybody fight your battles? Like nobody's going to fight your battles. Like sit down. Well, what? Like uh, he, he was expecting white women to fight his battles. No black women. Yeah. Uh, like mm -mm. um he had asked like what so what y'all gonna do yada 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 and i'm sitting there and i'm like who do y'all know well, who's gonna do <laughs> like, not a damn thing sit back and watch eat popcorn that part like uh -huh. i might even jump oh. in and help they ass to get your ass <laughs> that part girl, he yeah, got girl i've never been a, I've, i i thought you know i do this thing that's kind of it's kind of fucked up to be honest right so if somebody's like really really popping i'll sometimes be on like some bandwagon shit and then i have to quickly get off because i'll be like i'm not really a follower but sometimes I'll, I'll jump on the bandwagon initially and then i'll gain some sense but a shout out to andrew wilkins he says mm -hmm. the black men should take advice from white men on how to control black women they be having black women drink mop water oh, and all oh. kinds of things on Jeep gaggers. Andrew, how you know? And is that your genre that you go to the search bar and look for? Like, what is your your um genre that y'all look for when y'all go, go to the triple X rated? You know, like what y'all be going to? We know Andrew goes to gaggers. So there's that. Oh, Beach, what's up, Sugar Plum? Hey, darling um and oh shout out to beach for being a member thank you so much um shout out to rbr hey rbr he said shame on brothers and sisters think if they sell out the black race in this country they'll get a seat at the table with putin rb um rbr thank you so much for that we greatly appreciate you um you you know um, I was going to say regarding your last statement, your prior statement, like for some reason, I never jump on the bandwagon. Like I like it. I'm so anti bandwagon that it'll be like somebody that I liked. And then I see that everybody and their mama liked them. And I'll be like, I don't like it. Like I'll be like, I ain't getting no shoes because everybody else like them. Like I, I ain't wearing my hair like that because everybody else went like I am I anti people oh um, like it can be something yeah. i really like and i'd be like no because everybody else doing it <laughs> like i'm weird like that it's, i yeah. um i pretty much do what i do but when it comes mm -hmm. down to people and if somebody comes into the space because everybody was on the austin the austin hollerman train and initially i was like yeah and then i kind of i'm like hell no nah. but I, that yeah. was just me and i'm not quick as quick to blast you if i see everybody's on your your uh top but 
Mm-mm. It's a new day, honey. You're muted. Uh-oh. I'll give you like, and I'll, I ain't going to necessarily hate on you. If you're a popular person, I could be like, oh, they cool. But I just won't jump on the bandwagon. Even like, I don't know, when it comes to artists and stuff, I'd be like, oh, okay, they're cool. But I just can't stand being part of the crowd. Like, I'm Girl, I was following Cardi B when she had like 10,000 um, followers on Instagram. I can't then even when she became you. famous, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, she Illuminati. <laughs> no, I'm good. I literally, like, I don't know. It's, it's just a very weird thing. And I, I'm just very anti, like, the popular shit. I don't want to be like everybody else, like I <laughs> at all whatsoever. And that's just me. But um, yeah, anyways. Uh, um, shout out to DMAC the trucker. He says, why y'all ain't marching for Antonio Brown? He was with Keisha Cole. Oh, oh, wait, he just jumped and dumped her. Baby, wow. the way he dogged Keisha Cole out, honey. Keisha Cole is MD. a fucking idiot. And the she embarrassed her. She embarrassed herself so bad. Girl, oh. did you have secondhand cringe from that? Because mm. I was I was cringing hard. Yes. Like, oh, not a tattoo of a. <laughs> she embarrassed. Like she, the way she was groveling, and that dude like played the hell out of her. Like publicly humiliation. Ooh, baby, I would have went into hiding for a little while. Like I can't now, take that you know type what, of public um, embarrassment. You know what I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm still a fan of Angela Stanton Kings. Like I still watch Angela. I, I still think she does great content and she's, she's so been busy in, girl, but she's been in heavy support of him for a long time. And I'm wondering, like when you see men do shit like that, do you remain friends with them? Because I didn't know some dog ass dudes and I was still cool with him because it wasn't me, but do you, would you still remain cool with them? Especially um, being that she's a public figure now, I wonder if she's she always her. riding with the opposition. But um, that's a good question. I like that question. Uh, no, because this person's um, it's apparent this person's lacks moral fiber. Like this person's character, you know, is has been highlighted for what it is and for you to attach yourself with or associate with someone like that then in my you know one could go so far as to say you're upholding that type of behavior one could go so far as to say you support that type of behavior one could go so far as to say you know like uh, it i think that it is a reflection on who you are as a person me as a person being a person of a certain type of moral fiber a certain type of moral compass you won't see me associating with certain people. Like it's people in the space that you won't see me rocking with. Like you won't see me in a chat. You won't see me rocking with the, like literally I've talked about the same thing with like Ramil, um, pimps in the space. Like, in, uh, you know, there's other people too, like not just them, but like, and some of their content may be good for content, but number one, I can't stomach it because some of the stuff is so disgusting to me that I could have a visceral reaction to it. But number two, um, it does not align with my moral compass and I just can't 
you know, should give support to, even if that support is by way of giving them views. So I believe in when you, you know, are consider yourself to be a person of a certain character, people of a certain ilk, you don't um, associate with. Okay. Shout out to the Anti-Social Socialite podcast. Thank you so much for the super sticker. Thank you. Wait, you and ain't really answered it. I wanted to know your thoughts. I, I'm about to. Oh. Um, <laughs> I need you to calm down. Calm, calm down, Sash. I was chilling. Go ahead. Disruptive. Shout out to Uncle Stu, old man on the block. Thank you so much for becoming a member. Y'all, one day it's going to be on memberships only and y'all going to be looking crazy. And then what? Mm -hmm. But shout out to Uncle Stu. Thank you so much for becoming a member. Okay. I'm going to say, yeah, if I like somebody's content, um, yeah, I, I would listen to their content. I think that you, like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, you said this one thing that I didn't like, and I'm going to hold that against you for a duration of a, a of a time. Um, because I'm, I'm guaranteed to say something that you, you're not going to like at some point. And I wouldn't want anybody to hold that against me. So if, if there's a content creator, like if it came down to a pimp, um, to be honest with you, the study of all that type of stuff was so, it, so intriguing to me. So it'll be like, yeah, you may have somebody trafficking somebody and people be like, oh my God, he's a pimp. He's a pimp. I would never. But then if we're really being honest, we don't always get things right. We're not always perfect. And so, yeah, it, it just. I, I'm not gonna say that I'm a moral, morally sound person. Oh my gosh, more and more and more. Yeah, because I think everybody ignores their morals when it comes down to something they want. We'll lie to get things that we want. We'll manipulate to get things that we want. And so when it comes down to it, it's like morals are morals are morals, and them shits is subjective, and we use them when it's mostly convenient. It, that's my opinion. Mm. I think that more for, like nobody is perfect. Like having a moral compass doesn't mean that you're a perfect person and that you are um, always in 100% alignment like that, that, that you don't do things wrong. Like that's not what having morals mean. That don't mean that like, first of all, your moral compass, like my moral compass is what guides and dictates, um, you know, how I move in the world. My moral compass, like my, I have a more, a strong moral compass and my moral compass don't mean that I don't believe in lying when necessary. Like I don't believe and what I mean by that is if the police pull you over and say, were you just speeding? Like I'm going to say, oh, because I'm a moral person, I'm supposed to tell the truth. Like I, that's not how, what having a moral compass means when I say I'm led by my moral compass. However, I kind of like don't knock a person who decides to listen to one's content because content is an art form. Just like I say, like I can respect and appreciate R. Kelly's music. 
Um, I, like we haven't, people don't, have not stopped listening, uh, watching movies that are produced by Harvey Weinstein's production company. People have not stopped, you know, um, uh, participating, uh, you know, listening to music, you know, that Elvis, um, you know, made. Like literally, I I can appreciate art in its purest form, you know. So what's the difference between content creation? Yeah. So like that's what I said. I can respect when you say. You can, li- you know, you could still listen to someone's content despite that. Because, and and I also can um, draw a distinct. And I'm because I'm my comment was just specifically for me. Yeah. But I can also I, like I draw a distinction between you listening to someone's content and taking it in as the art form that it is versus you kicking it with this person, breaking bread with this person, and this is your home. Oh, no. You know what I mean? I think that that's real, something real. different. Yeah, now, that part that that. In that aspect, I'm very, very selective about who I'm going to bring around me, who I bring into my circle. Um, You just never know with people. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, (laughs) girl, I've been to watch somebody for years and, you know, or watch them or watch how they move for years and then been and said something like, you know, like five years later, like, oh, hey, girl. Oh, I seen mm-hmm. you over at such and such. You know what I'm saying? But I have to watch and kind of see how you move. Um, yeah. Because you just never uh, know. Yeah. Yeah. I was just interested to to know your opinion on it. So, yeah. But shout out um, to Affy Kingdom in the building. Affy, we have never had you on. Oh, my gosh. He's come on the, hasn't he come on our panel before? He's came on a panel once upon a time, yeah. but I want to have him on for an interview because Abby mm-hmm. got the game, honey. Yep. Uh, um, I did have something else I was going to ask you about. What y'all talking about? Uh, Black <laughs> Wizard said that it that would be you uh, holding a moral compass. What? what he about said that is comp- a moral compass, though. What is that? What that is he referring to? Yeah. Cause we said a lot. <laughs> so I just need clarity on what that is. Um, but the other thing that I was going to ask you, if you saw is that um, Shamar Moore, um, I believe he's getting married and he is announced that he's um, expecting that his fiance is expecting. And I saw a lot of women with a lot to say about it because she's a three time baby mama. Um, this is her, I don't know if it's, I know she's been married multiple times and this is not her first marriage and she has three different children. Um, and I believe by this would be her third baby daddy. And I see a lot of black women making content on TikTok saying like black men make exceptions for everybody, but black women like that. It's okay for you to be a baby mama. It's okay for you to be, you know, um, it's okay for you to be sassy, spicy, have an attitude, all the things it's okay for you to be, you know, everything that black women are ridiculed and, um, you know, talked about on on a daily basis, as long as you're not a black woman embodying these things. And I found that to be very interesting. And I wanted to know your thoughts. We've seen it time and time again. We've seen it with the passport bro saying that they would go to other countries to wife baby mamas because those baby mamas are nicer. 
Um, we've seen them do things for other women. They've protected the holes in other countries while demonizing black women right over here. Um, they will dog black women out just to turn around and simp for somebody else. And I'm, I'm always like, are you freaking kidding me? What kind of, what has always kind of bothered me about the space? I love the space. I love the space. What has always kind of bothered me about the space? There are so many people that get on here in front. OMG, they be front and hard as hell. Um, they'll get on here and tell you they wouldn't talk to this one. They wouldn't touch that one. Oh, this bitch ain't good enough for this. Especially if, if she's black, she's not good enough for this. She's not good enough for that. Soon as they get offline, they, they, the woman that they call in fat, ugly, disgusting, yada, yada, yada. They in the DMs, they talking shit. They, uh, it, so a lot of things I kind of have to take with a grain of salt because I call a lot of shit cap, 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 cap. And I think a lot of people do this thing. Like, I don't like you because I don't think you like me. And I think that happens with both black men and black women. And so, especially with, um, with black men, I've been seeing all this passport shit. Oh, we're leaving. We're leaving. We're leaving. And F, you know, F the community, we're out, we're out, we're out. Um, but then you're going over to a poor ass country to take care of another community. And it still kind of comes back to, um, are those women just nicer? Um, because I don't think that they care about women being hoes, not the shit that they were telling us just to turn around and go to another country and then not only indulge, but enjoy the indulgement. They don't come back talking shit about them. They don't call, come back calling them hoes, calling them dumb, calling them bitches, calling them scam. They don't say any of that about these foreign hoes. And we know they have some. Um, but you know, let it be a black woman. And then the thing with, uh, the foreign woman, girl, we have to get off into the passport. Cause I'm about to, I keep trying to go there and I know that's not where we're at. Yeah, girl, they do that. They, they do treat us. Um, and, and we're getting there too. And I, I just wanted to know your thoughts on that because I see it. And I think everyone sees it. There are these double standards and, you know, these very rigid standards as it relates to black women and, you know, what black women must have and what black women, um, uh, there are, there's lots of commentary around black women being ridiculed about certain things. And then they seem to turn a blind eye or make excuses as to why women of other cultures, races, and ethnicities um, can are permitted or it's permissible for these women to do it. Well, they're nicer. Well, they're baby mamas, but they have an intact culture. Well, they're baby mamas, but they're still submissive. And, you know, there's, you know, yeah. They can come up with a million different excuses and reasons as to why it's okay for them to do the things that black women are not permitted to do and are um, being um, chastised, so to speak, for doing. And it's just um, hypocritical. Mm. A shout out to Uncle Stu, old man on the block. He says, salute, salute, supporting the stream. My sisters are looking great tonight as always. Thank, Thank you, you so Stu. much. Appreciate you. Yes. 
girl, it's always going to be something, always going to be something. If we do it, mm -hmm. you know, it's hell on earth, but let somebody else do it. And they walk yeah. over that shit like they didn't even see it or they mm -hmm. skip right past it. Nor do they demonize the hoes over, you know, over overseas. They don't demonize them like they would demonize us. So you ain't lying. And it is what it is. And, you know, we could talk about that all day because I have a multitude of examples. And from right here in this space uh, uh, from that we've seen on our very panel of man, we could pull clips. <laughs> so, you know, it, it is what it is. Yes, 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 yes. What else is on the list, girl? I have one last thing. So I saw that, what's his name? NBA young boy got married. And ain't this the same one who got like 15 kids at 19? Yeah. Like who would be desperate enough to marry someone who had, like, I, I get he a rapper. He got a little chain. I get that. but. Like, what would possess someone? I I, I want to know, like, I, I love my sisters. I do, I do, I do. But I'm seeing more and more signs of desperation from Black women. Because mm -hmm. you know what I'm seeing advertised a lot on my timeline are those prison, right, um, prison pen pal things. up in my what you call it? Yes. yes. I'm like, why do I keep seeing these prison pen pal things? Because I could never. Y'all could get this on. Let me block yes. you. I was That's like, foolishness. No, thank you. Yes, I keep seeing that. So I'm just like, what What woman, what young girl would, would marry someone with all of this baggage? Um, you know, he coming into the relationship with all this baggage and he's 22 years old or something to that effect. And I think that you would be setting yourself up for, um, you, you're not setting yourself up for a healthy marriage and relationship. Like you got to deal with umpteen baby mamas. Like who, why? Clout chasers. Um, When it comes down to these rappers and if you, a, a dude that's got that many children by that, that many different women, and you decide that you want to be the 18th in line. I it's only for clout because you know he probably his life expectancy isn't high. And you know, I I swear I hate to say that, but he doesn't have a high life expectancy. Rappers don't. It is what it is nowadays. But and it's sad, it, it really is sad. But when they choose to get married to these type of or get with these type of guys. And you didn't watch the guy womanize. He didn't had uh shit going on with Yaya. All these little Instagram chicks that he's dealt with. Then he been wearing nail polish. Um, that's the wave nowadays. If your man ain't wearing nail polish, then is he really? Is he really about that? Like, is he really? Is he real? Does he really have swag? Hello. <laughs> what color did you get, Kosi? <laughs> Baby, Kosi wouldn't even let me put no clear on his hands. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Because <laughs> I'm trying one. to figure that out. Listen, <laughs> nice try. <laughs> when I saw that man with the nail polish, I was like, oh, they didn't got him. So I, I, I used to, it used to stand out to me when I would see men doing that. But now it's such a common thing that it's like, I, I, it doesn't even, I don't even like, I ain't even gonna lie. Like, I don't even question the sexuality of men when I see their nails painted no more. 
Because it's so common. already know? It's such a common thing. No, you don't question their sexuality because you already know what's up, right? No, I just be like, oh, this is the new, the new thing. It's like them wearing the tight skinny jeans. Like they was wearing leggings. Like it's no, I look at it like, okay, they would wearing you leggings. Date a man? Would you have dated a man? No. I wearing them dangly earrings, like hoops, basically. I, I can't date one of them. Like, baby, not not me. No, I no, give me an old school man. Like, I like that old school masculinity, baby. No, no. Nah. Wait, wait, wait. What about getting his eyebrows arched? Give me some toxic masculinity, baby. No, eyebrows arched. Listen, give me. I want the hairy back, hairy chest beast. Like, give me all that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> You, you don't have to manscape for me. I don't like oh that stuff. God. Like, it's not. And the oh thing is, so people. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute, concrete. You I'm dead. listening. Girl, he come home with the fresh waxed eyebrows, nails, and toes done. <laughs> he extra smooth down there. Oh, my God. You ain't going. Good night. <laughs> You ain't going. Let me tell you something. A fool know not to walk in the house. Like, not out not a house that a home that I share with a man. Like, he knows, like, nah, she ain't going. Like, he already know. Like, and the thing is, so this is the thing. People will try to make the distinction. They'll be like, Oh, okay, you don't like a man that that's groomed. They try to act like it's either a man is super you know, um, what's the metrosexual or yeah. they nasty? Like they don't even want to wipe back there. Like, no, there's, there's the whole middle spectrum. I just like a man that is okay with being manly. Okay. With hair on his chest and stuff like that. I don't need you waxing your chest and eyebrows. Like that's not my forte. That's those aren't the type of men that I'm attracted to. You don't have to be gay to groom. No, that I'm not questioning a man's sexuality, but I don't typically fall for. I don't I'm not typically attracted to men who are that like my husband grooms like he you know, he grooms. He's very into his appearance, but I don't want you like waxing, like going to the shop, getting waxed, waxing your eyebrows all that. I think that that's I just am not typically Imagine running into your man at the nail shop. You go to the Maybe. nail shop. And <laughs> Listen, I make my wax appointment. He tell me, book me one too. Like, no, like, come on. That's just not my, together. that's not the type of men that I'm typically attracted to. That's it. Yeah. Give me the toxic masculinity. I like the men that I am attracted to would be defined as, you know, they will fall into the toxic masculinity category. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's all I got, though. We we can talk about it. Let, let's, because I know you want to talk about I've been it. jumping at the bits to get on these niggas. Yes! Who told y'all? See, I, I wanted to come on here. I wanted the title to be I Told You So. That's what I wanted the title to be about them past poor bros. We started to talk about them past poor bros, and we didn't talk about y'all from back side to side. Now, I was watching Ty City. So y'all know the Austin Harmon situation. Austin and ran into a bunch of ran into a pack of feminists, a wild, yep. angry pack of bitches. Did. And they not going. They not going. 
um homegirl then got all up in the camera and she taking pictures they they over there having a good old time and she austin posted that shit on the internet and homegirl was like oh hell no nah. so she ran to her home uh her feminist friend and her friend her feminist friend got in contact with austin was like take that shit down right now and at first austin was like oh the feminist is attacking me oh they're out to get me and then the 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 then then austin got on the internet and made an apology and he was like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry he was crying and shit and then ain't nobody really say nothing i've been seeing passport bro after passport bro come for poor austin and i really want to cuss y'all out because i don't feel like y'all should have been coming for him um y'all uh hoisted him up as the head of y'all's movement so i don't think y'all should be coming for him i i feel like y'all should have been in much much support of him i don't feel like it should have been all this shit online oh you need to take it but you need to take it behind the scenes you need to be a real g about it you need to be a real did it did it did and i'm i'm sitting there and i've been watching you guys support him and y'all been super chatting and y'all supporting the compound and shit and i'm sitting there and i'm looking at austin and he crying and shit and now the boy in thailand and he about to fuck it up over there too and i don't know what to say i don't know what to say um my question is what content has been being made about him from the space because i've seen lots of content being made about him but i didn't know passport bros was too oh um one master teacher had did a, a, a stream about him i want to say i seen somebody else do another stream about him but i've seen a lot of content from um guys that are quote unquote passport bros um and then then i was watching ty city messy ass ty city know he messy so ty city raised a great question though where are all the pick me's to go against a real feminist where are they to defend the 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 manosphere where are all the pick me's that were in support of passport roles that that the ones that was telling courtney michelle that she was fake crying about wanting the community back together where chantelle simone why why hasn't she addressed um miss stephanie ribeiro why hasn't she gone mm. for her and i'm curious where are all these people that were in hev heavy support of the passport roles all the That's women why don't you yeah. why aren't y'all battling that feminist i'm curious about that that's what i would expect like that's why i'm surprised that the passport bro, that anyone affiliated with passport bros is making negative content about him because i have seen quite the, the, let me tell you something black women of course are celebrating they high-fiving they like yes and stephanie is a sister and she going after him leading the charge so black women celebrating and they're pulling out the champagne of course so um but i'm surprised to know that black men that passport bros that anybody affiliated and even anyone who is not anyone that is about the manosphere anybody that believes that black men have the right and should be you know seeking their own happiness 
aren't coming out in full support of him. However, what I don't want to see, and I've already seen comments in our comments section about, you know, people talking about, you know, black women not wanting to see um, him happy and this, that, and the other. No, 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 no. Specify, say Brazilians, because this, like, you can't put this off on black. And this was before I just made my last comment. You can't put this on black women. Um, you know, they said that he was promoting, um, you know, sexual tour. I mean, you know, sex, uh, sex tourism and things of that nature. And I know, I believe he did make an apology video and, um, you know, apologizing to the people of Brazil. They're trying to get his YouTube banned and just going to great lengths to, you know, really hold him accountable for what they feel like is promotion of sex tourism in their country. Um, do you think he should have left Brazil? Yeah, I would. <laughs> I mean, you don't think so? Because like, first of all, there are multiple other countries that he could frequent. I would not have tried to like, I feel like the the atmosphere around what he was trying to do changed. And now everything he does there will be scrutinized. I don't, I feel like it was in his best interest. I agree to leave. with that. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I do think he should have left Brazil. Um, there are Thailand, he can go to, um, Germany. Um, those are great. Colombia, he can go to yeah. the Philippines, like great countries for a, black men. Yeah. He and could go I heard to y'all have a lot of Guyana. He could go to, yeah. it's so many places Ghana. he can go. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I've noticed about a lot of past. Yeah, I mean, roles? Ghana, but Guyana too. Like he don't, he yeah. could go to like pl lots of places that aren't, you know, in the Western hemisphere too. So. Um, it's so crazy that market, uh, keep it 100 is saying that Brazil is a fucking brothel. Honey. <laughs> ah. Oh, don't call them hoes. They hold spike. They hoes ain't playing. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I think it's interesting as hell though. Um, do you think? But, be go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't know if Blackwood's comment was to us. I saw him say, "Are you saying this while dunking on him?" Like, I like. I don't know that I think that we're highlighting the facts that as that we've seen. Um, I don't know that we're necessarily attacking him or dunking on him. I think that to be completely honest, real talk, we recently had a conversation about the passport movement inquiring if the passport movement is about sex tourism or if they're really looking for wives. Like if people affiliated, associated with the movement are really looking for wives, we ask a very similar question that relates to all of this mess. So, um, you know, what happened, on interesting. Con what, what happened as a result of us asking? We got attacked. We got attacked. Then, so we said it. We said that. Oh no, we're going over there looking for wives. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you would say that about us upstanding black men. And so I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Then he gets, he's literally on live streams basically asking a woman, and he deleted the live stream or deleted the upload, whatever it was. Um, like how long would it take for her to kiss him? How long would it take for her to go home with him? And yep. 
Yeah. He he. The title of the, the stream was night? Brazilian women are easy. Yeah, and then he that tried to the say. <laughs> yeah, then he tried to flip it once he would like. There was no way he, he. I feel like he kind of set himself up for that because, like, and the thing is, it's important to study the customs and laws of any country that you're going to. Just like what we see, and this is an extreme example, but with Brittany Griner and Russia, like you can't, like you can't operate like you do in the U.S. while you're over there for these extended periods of time making content and promoting certain things and it, it's a poor reflection especially when there are specific groups that are targeting the very things that you're promoting i mean we know what goes on there but come on you making content and you have you know thousands of um, people following you and people reposting your content and it, it's a poor reflection on the um on the the culture and you know they like uh-uh we ain't having it so that was that was that was not a good look he should have thought he could have been a little bit more careful with his words and then he said that you know it was a language barrier they were misinterpreting what he was saying you know <laughs> everybody know what homie <laughs> I was dying. I was like, nah, dog. We we know what home means. They know what home means too. Um, I, I I thought that was interesting. And I then now I'm seeing um a lot of people trying to talk shit about the women of Brazil, you know, especially the black feminists that came after them. So I I I'm watching. I'm watching very, very closely. Um, yeah, girl, I'm watching very closely. I think we're Me at too. the 41 minute mark in case anybody wants to jot that down. Um, because I think we should get off into our topic. Um, yeah, let's shall we? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, I do have two things that I do want to play. Um, first, I want to play something that kind of initiated the debate, which is when Angry Man ended up coming on Bernard bernard riley's panel um and then we're gonna review the actual debate um so uh oh shout out to migtow universe he said he has said so many times he doesn't promote st but those feminists were looking for their scapegoat and found it Oh, Come on now, MGTOW. He said that, but the content said something completely different. Like, what was implied in that video? Like, you guys, don't be obtuse. Like, seriously. Like, uh, take your affiliation and association <laughs> to the passport bros out of it and just look at it from an objective through an he's objective. Literally lens. Sitting there with, he's literally Stop. sitting there with a hoe, with a with a with a sex worker. I'm not even gonna call her a hoe. He was literally sitting there with a sex worker who did who looked like she was in captivity her body language was so off-putting like oh my gosh get this freak away from me um it just wasn't a good look and he he's had you know several women and he goes up and he's asking these dumbass questions but i blame y'all i blame y'all i blame y'all that um because y'all tried to use that young man for his looks y'all tried to use him for his um youth and thought that he was supposed to be the face of the passport movement without properly vetting them if y'all decide to uh take That's my masculinity course then y'all would know how to vet men and women and understand that you can't trust both 
That's exactly what happened. And then this was a huge undertaking, him leading such a massive movement. And then not only was he trying to lead it, but he was trying to make some extreme, you know, um, things happen within the movement in in a very, you know, quick time. Like he immediately through the gate wanted to do the, which, you know, like long term or down the line would have been like positive moves for the movement. But it's quite an undertaking. And yeah, I do think that you're right on that. Like they was like, oh, this is a young, attractive guy. That's He's going to exactly garner a lot of what attention. happened. No, I- I'm going to keep it a buck. When they saw him come into the space, oh my gosh, he's young. He's attractive. Um, They can't just blame it on the fuddy-duddy looking guys because the young, attractive men are coming too. I actually heard that point being made. So, mm. Yeah, he was used. He was used to be put as the face of the movement because it validates the things that you guys that are not you, not y'all, y'all fine as hell. Um, but it does validate what American men are saying about American women is if you have a fine, attractive guy who doesn't get his pick of the litter, um, mm-hmm. it says the same thing. It sends the same message. So yeah, he y'all did use him as the face mm-hmm. of the movement. So. And I've heard Passport Bros say he's the general, and he's they've given him like actual titles, Black Wizard. So you're oh, saying okay. there's no leaders, but if there are no leaders, then there wouldn't be titles. Um, as a matter of fact, I think Mad Bus Driver should have been the leader of the Passport Bros. Mad Bus Driver, Emma, somebody like that, somebody that was in on it from jump should have been the leader of the Passport Bros. Not young, uh, young, young Austin, baby. Y'all put young Austin ass out there. Y'all was trying to whoop our ass with Austin. Y'all don't remember? Oh, I do. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Shout out to Mick Town Universe. He said, first of all, bitch. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. He said, um, passport bros doesn't need a face. Black women do all the advertising we need and then some. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm so I said I'm sorry, I was joking. I'm not gonna do that. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought that's how you were saying it in your head. But okay, you ready to get off into the topic? We gotta restate the time. It is now a 46 minute mark at the 46 minute mark. We are starting. So um, first we're going to review the <laughs> Bernard Riley thing. This uh, is my incense and it's almost gone. So I had it out. I'm not smoking. It wasn't a blunt. <laughs> no, not yet. Um, give me a few minutes and. I might just spark it on. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. I'm supposed to be sharing the screen. So present and share Chrome tab. And let's do that one. Bam. Can y'all see that? And concrete, we're going to be at the bottom of the screen because we want them to get a full freaking view. So concrete, you ready? Did you see this already? Um, just a little bit. Oh, girl, listen. Let Let's go. This This is good. This is good. So, uh oh, there we go. Experience of a lot of men, regardless of all this new age feminist um stuff that's going on, 
women still want to look up to that man and follow the lead of the man. That's what I'm saying here. But we, I know you, you said you had to go, Bring but me uh, up, man. what is you waiting you, here for? You go. You right here. I got you. you. Let this dude run away. Soon as you said my name, he talking about he gotta go. Nah, don't go nowhere. Okay. Don't go up? nowhere. Stay right. your ass right here. First of all, Bernard, I don't know what you doing up here, bro. To go back to what you said, men rarely act like children. Women almost always act like children. Men built this world and continue to maintain this world. If women took a day off today, if all women took a day off today, no one would give a shit. If all men took a day off today, the world would come to a crash and hope. What are you talking about, dude? Are you screaming at me or? Concrete, what you think so far, girl? Concrete? Okay. Um, that was intense. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I had got up to close my room door. Um, that was very intense. Um, I would have ran to and i wouldn't have responded to the request for a debate but that's just me you know hey i mean we two different people but um i'm glad that he did agree to it um angry man came in like the angry man i mean that's the angry man okay let's go him i'm screaming at you okay well firstly you came here acting like a child saying men don't act like children so i think that's very okay, funny first of all, um, number one hey hold on oh, i'm not responding not able to respond to your whole statement you're gonna sit here and scream the whole time okay if that's what you want to do go for it first of all i have an 11 year old kid so i'm used to somebody just screaming the whole time go for it first of all dude you're acting like a woman don't tell me how to talk okay just because a man raises his voice does not mean he's acting like a child do not do that shaming tactic crap with me I'm just making okay. an observation. You can scream and whine no, all you want. That's fine. I'm all here for your crying, dude. I'm here for your emotional saying. outlet, okay? Address I'll play the woman part, and you can treat me like your Address mom. That's what, what you want to do, dude. Address right. what I'm saying. Chill well, then, with the shaming I'm acting like a woman? What do, what do you want me to say? How am I supposed to address Chill that? Chill with the shaming tactics. Be a grown man and address my talking points. Okay, I didn't hear any yet. What were your talking points? That if all men took the you day heard, off, the world would fall apart. And if women took the day you off, you like me to repeat it. For a lot of the men that succeed, they can only do so because women are holding it down at home. Bullshit. Right? If these guys get bullshit. bullshit. Who the fuck is taking care of the kids there when women are out working? There are plenty of successful multimillionaire men that do not have children and are not in relationships. Try again. Try okay, so again. Do, you, do you think that the goal of men shouldn't be to have children? The goal of men is to continue to make sure this world spins. So I want to know what you thought about the point that Angry Man had brought up. Um, I had thought about doing mm -hmm. like a scoreboard, but I don't want y'all too mad. Um, no, no, we 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 ain't doing that. Uh, we will do a poll period. at the end. Let's do a poll at the end, though. Let's do a poll at the end. Who who All won? Right. I think that's a good idea. But okay. what which point did you want me to respond to regarding what did I think about what if point? All the men, um, if all the women, if wait, 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 if all the men disappeared, the world wouldn't run, or if all the women disappeared, if all the men took a day off, um, the world wouldn't run, but nobody would give a sh if all the women took a day off, um. I think that um, if all I, to be completely honest, I think that if all men took a day off, if all men said, if all men were on strike for a day, that the world would be greatly impacted. Like, like as women, like let let's not let's not front. Like, think about everything that you do every day, and if all men took a day off, so you're impacted. Like. 
you have your your car your tire gets a flat you know you and let's say let's say you can't call your husband let's say you're not married all men took a day off you don't know how to change a flat tire let's say um you live in um a city where they have gas station attendants some cities have gas station attendants and most of the gas station attendants are men so you know there's no one there to pump your gas let's say um you know utility workers like let's say if uh, let me tell you something my utility here where I live suck. Our electric goes, electricity goes out. You see my Wi-Fi is spotty from time to time. If I had nobody that I could call that could come and fix it, because men typically do those types of jobs, that like that would suck for me. Like I would be without that for more than 24 hours. So I know that my life would be impacted if men took a day off, especially if I were a let me say it would be impacted less because my husband is extremely resourceful. My husband is one of those men who could survive in the wilderness with nothing. You know, he's a former Marine. He is very like, he, you know, watches a lot of survival videos. So he, he could like, so with my husband that, you know, really you know, um, increases my chances of being impacted less. But if I were a single woman, I, oh my gosh, I, I would be like, heck no. But if in the same vein, if I think about if women took a day off, Mm -hmm. I think people would be just as impacted. Like, I don't, I think not just as, I think that there would still be an impact to the world. If I had to do a comparison and say, would the world be more impacted by men taking a day off for women? I truly think men, but I still think that there would still be a great impact to the world if women took a day off. If we think about nurses, if we think about, um, you know, teachers, if we think of like the world would still be greatly impacted, like over, what is it? 70% of teachers or 80% of teachers are female like the world would still be greatly impacted if women took a day off too and just said we ain't do, we we on strike so I, I still think that there would be an impact but it would be greater if men like took a day off to be in my opinion okay, okay. What, do, what do you think um i think that we would be more impacted if men did take a day off um I think we would be hella impacted if men took a day off and not to say that women don't have any value, but the things that actually make a, a world run um, engineers, uh, plumbers, um, landscapers, um, uh, tr trash collectors, uh, architects, um, all kinds of careers that men are the majority that hold the majority that really make the world firefighters, walk. police officers, right. like come on. the military. Um, <laughs> so I like a woman, most women aren't going to go and volunteer to get down in sewage and to be nasty and grimy and disgusting and stinky every day of her life. Most of us aren't going to volunteer to do that. And we know that. So uh, I do think that the world would be more impacted if men took the day off. So I'll give Angry Man that point. Uh, shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He said, stick to the facts only. Brazilian chicks have better bodies, are raised to cater and please men better than black women in the U.S. That's been known forever. But you're still here. Who arguing her. about that? And them same Brazilian chicks running Austin Holloman up out of the uh, up out of Brazil, and they probably likely will run you up out of there too. So there's that.
They've been raised to cater and to be humble and submissive and all the things, but you see in that feminism rise up, ain't you? Mm. Mm. Shout out to MGTOW Universe. I know they can just suggest a scoreboard after that LaPeep live stream a few months ago. They had a major problem with. Um, Anyways. I had more of a problem with the black man trying to antagonize the black woman over the white girl. That was where my problem was. But okay. Um, okay. Are we uh why did you cry like that? Why? I'm so prude. I'm a prude. This is what they think of us. Like, really, y'all only need it for sex. Y'all for them holes that y'all have. Like, that's it. Like, what? Baby, they didn't. Re they didn't replace us with dolls, anyway. So, if that's the case, y'all really don't need us. Uh, and y'all got lotion. Diana, no, I want to actually give it a fair shot. Um, do you really think that? women like men aren't like if men took a day off do you think you would be able to survive and then diane i want to ask you how long would you be able to survive diane. without men period let's say all the men left the earth how mm -hmm. so you are we going to get the studs to do everything that's what i would like to know like real talk though diana you saying we trying overly hard to appeal to certain people please listen to our content like look at our content just go back and look at our titles and it'll be apparent that we certainly have our own minds and we don't have to try to appeal to anyone um and we're certainly and, and the and the thing about that is we're we're unlike most black women we're not trying hard to appeal to black women either and that's why black women have a problem with our content a lot of black women who don't give us a fair shake but we are more objective and i stand behind what i said just from a logical standpoint if you think about it's what logic. we just said logically like we gave logic. examples as to why we feel the way we feel it wasn't like where we were pulling a response out of our tail we gave examples as to why we believe the world would be more impacted by men you know taking a day off and going on strike than women not saying that the world would not be impacted if women went on strike but i think that there would be a greater impact because there is a heavy reliance on men men build infrastructures men like literally men built the very society the very society in which we um you know uh uh, uh get to enjoy all the luxuries that we enjoy girl <laughs> Uh, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says, I just want y'all to remember about what y'all said about Pearly and her opinions before y'all go in. Who's getting ready to go in? Why are y'all tripping? Like, we ain't about to go in. We chilling. We doing a review. That's all. Relax. Um, shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, this destiny dude proves me right. White men are as delusional, vain, and narcissistic as black women are. Black women and white men should all just get together. Damn. Okay. Okay. Um, let's continue. Some men may choose to have children. Others don't. Multimillionaire men can have surrogate women and have people watch their kids or send their kids to freaking boarding school. Try again. 
Okay, I guess in the world where men are buying surrogate women and are sending their children to boarding school at age zero, um, and I suppose those are all being worked at by men as well. Buying women, bro. I don't know what I don't know what you want to say. Not buying women. Uh Not buying women. What are you talking about? Buying women. What what do you mean getting surrogate women and sending their children to boarding school? Don't don't women get surrogate women? Tell me what you mean when you say surrogate women. What are you talking about? Just somebody to watch it like a babysitter, or are you talking about like a surrogate like have a child for me? What I am talking about, because you because you seem to have difficulty understanding. If a man is a multimillionaire and he doesn't want to deal with the issues of being in a relationship and he decides he wants to have children, he can get a surrogate mother to have a child for him or he can adopt a kid. But he still has the ability to have someone watch that kid for him without being in a relationship. Okay, I'm going to repeat this because you're having trouble, probably because you're really emotional understanding my question. So I'll ask one more time. What do you um, mean by I'm surrogate woman? What do you mean by surrogate you're woman? Deflecting. You're deflecting. I'm not, I just asked you a question. You just yes, deflected you again. You don't, you don't know the definition you're doing of the... surrogate mother? You don't know the definition all right, of that? All right, real quick, real quick, yeah, real quick. Not... What did you think of that point? Okay. Uh, and Diana, nobody was picking Give me just one comment. second, Danny. I heard you, but give me just one second. Girl, you are doing too much right now. Like, please stop. Now, how y'all pick my woman comment out and laugh at the blowjob one? Y'all fried, child. What? Well, like, so us responding to your comment was a negative thing? Like, we, well, don't you want us to clarify as to what? Okay. Um, and, and as you can see, we're picking out random comments at will. So it's not just yours. But okay, Diana, um, enjoy the content. Um, as it relates to your question, Danny, um, I think that even his point... <laughs> So score for the women. Um, I think that his point, that angry man's point was he was being a bit facetious or he wasn't necessarily acknowledging the fact that even him saying that um, wealthy men can use a surrogate, like that still shows that a woman would be needed. needed so you're right. still implying that there is a need for a woman. And then t- even saying like they could pay for childcare, this, that, and the other, typically childcare providers are who? Women. So that is still being you know a reliance that will fall upon women so that is still another area in which women the the use of a woman would be um you know the woman would be used as a resource so i I think that he failed to highlight that okay you don't know know the definition of a surrogate mother come on i'm trying to figure out how you're using it come on man come on man he he made a simple point you're saying that men need, need need women and he was just pointing out that there is a way for men to ultimately raise a kid without a woman. Yeah, I'm possible. just curious, when he says surrogate, is he just saying, is he I'm just saying- that men can raise kids without women. We can, we can, we can, you can- Well, oh, I mean, you're gonna have to get more. a babysitter or something, right? I mean, yes. That's Are those point. babysitters usually men or women? It can be either or. <laughs> okay, so- Aren't you, aren't you the new age guy that thinks everything is freaking, you know, gender neutral and equal? Why couldn't it be a guy? Uh, I haven't said anything about everything being gender neutral and equal, but that's cute if you think that. Um, I'm just trying to figure out. I like, mean, the... I'm, my, my bad. I'm making an assumption. You're the one with the blue hair. Now, I will say that because Destiny, um, from what I understand, De- Destiny is a bisexual man. Um, so he plays for both teams. Um, but people will say because you like men and women that your thought and viewpoints probably go a certain way, which... We don't know yet, but we're we're gonna keep watching. But I I thought that was an interesting point. 
Fuck. There are so many things I can say right now, but it would like it would power yeah. your shit. Like I don't want to hear yeah. you crying about yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it because the problem is if I say shit to you about the way that you look, I'm gonna get fucking canceled by your entire fucking crowd. So Fact. I'm just gonna peace. It's Fact. fun. Uh, have fun. Yep. Is this a rage quit? Is the destiny? Oh, no, I can't destiny. say shit to this Come guy, on, dude. Destiny. I'm like beating up a fucking nine year old. Wait, what did he say about his looks? I miss why he's offended. Um, angry man. Um, refer referred to Destiny's blue hair and um um talked about his sexuality a little bit debate for me right oh, i'm rolling around in the mud with a pig i'm gonna walk oh, out dirty this guy's gonna go home the same as he always oh, happens so it's been fun come on Joy. real quick real quick hold yeah, on, hold on. Hey, Destiny, let me ask you one more question did yeah. you know about angry man before today no i have with? no idea who this guy is okay because it seems like when i mentioned him that you like start trying to leave so i was thinking it maybe was some history no i've got a thing right? scheduled in about an hour and a half there's another person i was supposed to talk to so i i didn't want to like completely cut that because i randomly jumped on your show that person messaged me about 20 minutes ago if you want to set up another combo i'll be streaming tomorrow same fucking time we can talk for as long as you want we can scream at each other right. i can help you, you work out your emotions you talk and everything to, you, talk angry to, you talk to angry man you talk to angry man tomorrow first yeah, of all, i start at 12 first, est first, and i'll be streaming yes. for yeah four hours i want to get that one i want to through his femininity he's got a lot of things he wants to talk about hold on hold on hold on wait let's get it up. I'm not girl so they go on to set up the debate and I want to get to the debate now I just wanted to kind of give you guys a preface and get straight into the debate are you ready concrete I'm ready okay and so let's share the debate and I basically started the stream from when Destiny came on to Angry Man's um, show. And so let's do it. What's going on? Not much, just chilling. So uh, what was I crying about yesterday? Uh, I don't even remember, to be honest. Came in, came in screaming over something. Well, actually, First is like so. What was your position yesterday? You you obviously came through the Bernard Riley show and had issue, I guess, with something he said, or you had debated Myron or something. And your position was that women have evolved and men are stuck in the past. That that was your position. Um, in regards to like who needs to do um, what for like um. Like in the broadest sense, red pill people seem to give advice about how men and women operate and like what they need to do to succeed, what men need to do to succeed. And I tend to disagree with a lot of the framing. And part of it plays into kind of what you just said, yeah. Okay, so what part of the framing do you have disagreement about? Um, I feel like men need to work a lot more on relationship skills. That is something that they just don't have much practice with. And it feels like for red pill communities, the obsession is like, just be more traditional or become a top one percenter. Um, which is advice for like 1% of the population. I don't think it's like a, a road to success for most people. Okay. Well, I would say that nowadays, most people don't really have good relationship skills. Not just um, men. What do you think about that point? <clears throat> when angry men... Um, um, yeah, what do you think? I think that... I think that that's a fair point. I think that, in my opinion, I think that most people struggle with um, 
relationships. I think that most people tend that people. I think that people are selfish. I think that people um, do don't desire to compromise in relationships, and they want it their way. And um, I think that that is the biggest thing that is ailing young people today. And so I think that most people suffer with some sort of relationship issue. And mm -hmm. I think that typically it ties back to their selfishness in one way or another. So I think I would agree with angry man in that um, personally. I actually agree with him too. Um, shout out to B. He says, I never engage non-blacks or non-black male or female left or right wing mm -hmm. leaning in these conversations. They don't grasp the nuances, complexities of black American of the black American experience. They're not qualified. Um, we have said this time and time and time again. I still stand by everything that I've said. I don't feel like others should engage in conversations with white people about our communities. I still stand by that. I still stand by that. Um, one of my main things is because they don't have our experiences. They don't know what it's like to be black. Um, a lot of people in the space will basically tell you to forget that you're black and just live as a man, woman, whatever, whatever. But there are things that have happened to black people that black people have never gotten over, has never healed from, that white people will never, ever get. And it's, it's just what it is. We wouldn't understand what it's like to be white. It is what it is. But I, I don't, I feel like we should never, to be honest with you, I feel like they have their own community issues we also have our own community issues so that's kind of where i'm at with it okay i think it, um i mean i would disagree you want to talk about that or um well no i i really wanted to debate you about what we were talking about yesterday as far as the um as far as this whole concept because Correct me if I'm wrong, you have this concept that women have evolved and improved and, and made these changes and these leaps and bounds, and they kind of have just left men in the dust, right? A little bit, yeah. So how, how would you, how? I'm trying to understand. Um, so I think that, um, I think that for a long time, uh, the, the world was kind of like built by and built for uh, men's existence. And over the past, I don't know what, 30, 40, 50 years, especially over the past like 20 years, um, women have been getting a lot of help or pushing in different ways in society to achieve and succeed and do better. And it was previously thought that like, well, women can't attain educational levels similar to men. There are a lot of things that men can do that women can't do. And we're starting to see that given a push, women are able to do a lot of these things. So we're seeing women right now, they're destroying men in school. And what we might be learning is it might be that women's brains, they're actually just better learners than men. And men might be like more physically oriented. Women go outside, they want to do things or build things and stuff like that. Whereas women are more calm, uh, chill. They can sit in the classroom, take notes and do class all day, right? If that's the case, then we're kind of like setting women up for success better than we are even setting men up for success. And it's hard to have a conversation about what to do to like make men successful. So as women have kind of like improved their lot and standing in society through things like school, reproductive control, better career opportunities, men are kind of like sitting here, like, well, fuck, what am I supposed to do? Um, People have cried about toxic masculinity for two decades. A job is not enough to secure a wife anymore. I have no idea what to do or where to go to in society. That seems to be like where guys are stuck at right now. And when I look at the red pill communities, it's just like a bunch of like, what feels like women hating uh, rhetoric and then like appeals to tradition or appeals to try to become the top 1%. Like that's my oh, issue. Like that's not okay. good advice for anybody. Yeah. 
okay, well, there's a couple of things wrong with what you said. Number one, women are not blowing men out of the water when it comes to education. We've actually been lowering the standards for them to actually be able to achieve certain things. They've actually lowered the standards when it comes to uh, uh, a lot of the different, a lot of the different studies. They've lowered the standards when it comes to uh, the barrier to entry, when it comes to the military, numerous things. So it's not that women are blowing men out of the water, it's that we're catering to them, which we have always done. Men haven't really built the world for themselves. The majority of the inventions and the things that we've come up with, we've came up with in order to make life more comfortable for women. So it's not that they're blowing us out of the water, and it's not that the men actually have uh, are stuck in a position. What men have found is they live in a world now where the focus has been on women and catering to women while simultaneously ostracizing men and making them feel like they're not worth anything or they don't have any value. When men, by and large, still do many of the jobs that maintain the infrastructure of our society. Concrete, what do you think about that? Um, I think that that was very interesting. Um, I think that both of them laid down very interesting groundwork for their points. Um, as it relates to what Destiny was saying, I thought uh, that he, I thought my personal opinion is that I do feel that learning environments, uh, specifically as it relates to black boys, um, that learning environments are really, traditional learning environments are not the most conducive for learning for black boys. I do think that um, black boys would likely uh, that, you know, learning environments structured for or tailored to Black boys would be more advantageous for them and they would likely benefit greater in those learning environments. There were studies that showed that I think like uh, during like the, I think like uh, up until like five or seven, Black boys typically lead in, um, you know, intelligence and then like they start to see a decline. And it's like kind of around the time where like they're more integrated in traditional school programming. So I do personally think that, yes, um, our, um, you know, educational system is really designed and more, you um, beneficial to women, girls, like, you know, sitting there for eight hours or six hours and boys typically need to be more hands-on, want something more active. They typically do well or better in, you know, woodworking shop or like maybe Montessori or programs that would just be better designed or tailored to their learning style. So personally, I think he had a point with that. And from what, what I gather from that is that we need to do better, um, you know, I study adult learning theories and adult learning styles. There's no, from my understanding, like there's all of this new age information about how adults learn, but I don't see a lot of information or, or changes being made regarding how children learn and modifying learning environments for children. So that's what I got from what he said. However, regarding what Angry Man said, I think that he had a very good point. I do think that, you know, our society and our world has been built by men, by man, but um, you do like, just think about it. Think of all the creature comforts that we have that have been built, created, and, you know, invented by man to make our lives easier, more comfortable, yada, yada, yada. So I think that he still had a solid point in what he was saying, too. I can't really disagree with what he said. So when he talked about um, 
things like allowances and stuff happening um, for black women um, as far as the education or black children, as far as the education system, it kind of brought me back to the point of like, you do you remember No Child Left Behind? And yes, absolutely. I, I think that No Child Left Behind was specifically for black, probably wasn't specifically for black children, but it probably impacted um, black children the most at a point. And so I think that allowances have been made for, um, it, it was made for black children at a point, but I don't know. And that program has been to the detriment because there will literally will pass someone who doesn't know how to read. I uh, follow teacher right. talk and I have teachers who say they get students in the eighth grade who can't read and they don't have the ability because you literally are starting from base level reading 101 and they can't you know go back and teach them that they don't have the ability they don't have the time to put in like because they're passing kids on despite the fact that they can't read like that is not that is not a beneficial program like although it sounds good in theory it really is hindering the the growth and development of our kids. That's why the average American reads on a sixth grade level. And I'm sure it's possible. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it were lower for black Americans. But um, I do say like Angry Man pointed out something too that I also do agree with. And I know of other programs where the bar has been lower for women. Like when we talk about even the firefighting exam, the fi I know yeah, someone, a female firefighter and yeah, exactly. It, they, yeah, they do girl, female pushups. They do, um, yes. they have to carry a 50 pound body instead of, you know, dummy instead exactly. of a hundred pounds. Like, yeah, there are concessions made to ensure that women get into these programs. But I think that Destiny's point was more to traditional college enrollment, not necessarily, you know, trade programs and things of that nature. That's what I got from what he was saying. You know, it kind of seemed like Destiny went to went to bed, um, got up early that that morning, and started going through all the uh, red, black, manosphere, red pill talking. Oh my gosh, he should have oh, known about it for him to jump in. If he was in Bernard Riley chat, I would assume that he knows about some of the stuff. He does. Uh, shout out to Black Wizard. He says, "What I don't like about the space sometimes is the tendency to go treat us like people, just oppose with Alpha your way through, show no emotions, and fuck Ray Ray and Pookie. I don't like that shit." Huh. Oh, okay. Me either, Black Wizard, at all, whatsoever. Yeah. Okay. Let's continue. Um, okay, so the part about lowering standards, I, I don't agree with that. I would have to look into it more, but um, my familiarity with lowering the standards is I know that there have, has been research done for University of California schools where for certain affirmative action programs, they would lower the standards to get more minority students, uh, namely African-American students, to enroll in these colleges. But when they lowered the standards there, what would happen is, is more of those students would apply and get accepted to the colleges, but the graduation rates and absolute numbers stayed the same. So they were getting into school, but then they were flunking out because the standards were lowered and they, would, they weren't able to attain the degree. So if they were lowering the standards and more women were getting accepted, but they weren't graduating, then I might agree with you, but that's not the case. We're talking about graduation rates right now. If the standards were lowered, and that's what was, was allowing women to graduate more, then um, we would see men graduating at the same rates they were before, but they aren't. 
right? Especially over the coronavirus period, a lot of men were expected to stay home and work, whereas women didn't have those same uh, burdens placed on them. Also, women have a bit more available to them in the, in the world of like affirmative action and kind of like assistance for women to go to school. You are seeing women, not just because the standards are lower, but because society's pushing them in a the direction. They are doing better in school. Like, well, here, here's, the, here's, the, here's the reality about that. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's not that difficult to do better in school when you're taking gender studies or getting a degree in basket weaving. Or, or is that across the board in STEM or is that across the board in gender studies and other things like that? Arbitrary stuff that really doesn't amount to anything. Oh First of God. all, you have to realize that when it comes to education. You have something? I'm sorry. I was just ad-libbing. Go ahead. You can continue playing. Okay. Education, the enrollment of men is down across the board anyway. Because like I said before, we live in a society now that is very hostile towards men. So there are a lot of different things that men don't want to be a part of anymore. They don't want to be a part of college, uh, uh, the college experience anymore, simply for the fact that it's a hostile environment for them. Everything is about toxic masculinity and all of this crap. And, and let's be honest, the colleges are no longer uh, uh, institutions of higher learning. They've now become institutions of indoctrination with gender studies and all of this other crap that most men can't really identify with, especially if they're red-blooded American males. They, they find this 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 whole thing that's going on right now extremely hostile. And, and when you talk about women uh, graduating, right, I don't know, I can't speak to the whole spectrum of women, but I do know when it comes to the black community, yes, black women are the most enrolled. And yes, they do graduate, but they usually graduate with some ridiculous degree that they don't even use. Not to mention the fact that women that actually do become entrepreneurs, 90, 96% of their freaking businesses fail. So no, they're not outpacing men. Um, the thing that angry man said about entrepreneurs as even as women, um, I think that's like all the way around with when it comes down to entrepreneurship. Um, yeah, a there's lot a high of failure rate. Yeah. In the first few years. Mm -hmm. There's a high failure rate for businesses in the first two years as well. Um, I do think, you know, a lot like there's some merit to what he's saying, you know, a lot of what he's saying. Is he exaggerating some of his points, in my opinion? Yeah, probably oh, because, you know, the man. basket weaving and some of that. Okay. okay, you know, and but I know what he means by our women getting, you know, useless degrees or degrees. In, my degree is in liberal arts, so I can't really talk. But and that's you, what he's girl. talking about. That's what he's referring to. And I know it. But nonetheless, I still have a very lucrative career. And I don't like my degree. I, I don't use my degree. But, Damn, um, he, you he know, our ass. like really and truly. But, you know, I, I understand what he means by that. In addition to like the businesses, black women are like the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs. But like a lot of the small businesses are like, you know, eyelash businesses, you know, weave business, but a weave business, baby, could make you make some point. But you know what I mean? It may be, you know, uh, an eyelash business, you can even make some point, but it may be accessory business. So it may be smaller businesses that are garnering or bringing in a lot of revenue or on paper but like because i oh i know what black people do but also you know to that um it's still a business and it is still is supplemental income even if it is not bringing in if, it, even if it's not a six-figure business it's a business and it brings in supplemental income so i mean i think that you know credit still needs to be given for that but at the same time i understand the overall the overarching point that he's making okay okay Men. They just live in a society that has stacked the deck against men and catered to them. Every single program that comes out now is for women. Okay, so I hear this 
this argument is brought up a lot that women just get degrees in like basket weaving and gender studies. Do you do you sincerely believe that that's the majority types of degrees that women are getting? Or I'm just trying to figure out before I go down. That so road. you like, believe so you believe most women when they enroll in college they go into STEM? Uh, I didn't say STEM, but you know that there's more than just STEM and basket weaving. Right? Okay, well my thing is my thing is, and I've stated this numerous times on my show. I think if you're not going into the STEM field, college is a waste of time and waste of money. Okay, that's fine if that's your opinion, but one, that's not true. And two, there are other purposes to college. I mean, you can make money outside well, we can of say, we can say that We can say that it's not. First of all, if you look at the way college is set up now, and you look at the amount of student loan debt that you're going to get into after four years at a university, going for anything other than STEM absolutely is a waste of time. Okay, you're, you're there's, okay. One, you're assuming that, there's something about something, I'm sorry. One, when you say waste of time, what you really mean is that the only thing you should be looking for, the only thing college should do is prepare you for a job. That's the only purpose of college. Yes. Man didn't say, okay. That's oh, see, I was going to say he didn't say that either. Um, the waste of time thing was interesting to me. Um, it's like women are getting degrees to support themselves, to help them, to help their own causes, to help their own whatever. Um, when it comes down to men, maybe angry man is talking about, about it from the standpoint that women should be getting degrees to help out more or to be able to generate more income or more whatever. But, um, yeah, but I, I think like m many of us are, you know, like people my age are four or five generations removed from slavery. Like we come from poverty, like, you know, although we might like, I was the first person to graduate with a college degree in my family and many people around my age had this a similar story. Yeah. So yeah, maybe I did go for something that I like or that I found interesting, uh, but I encourage my children to, you know, um, you know, consider what is going to be um, a provide them with a lucrative career and, you know, what, what is going to provide them with, you know, the finance, set them up financially for life, like, you know, so yeah, we maybe, you know, people aren't getting it right out the gate, but I, I think that like, I probably give grace to the fact that I understand that like also the reasoning behind why the why, um, in addition, like, yeah, you know, um, Sally might be able to go to, 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 to SCAD. She might be able to go to arts design school because it's something she liked to, to do. She might be able to go and get a basket weaving degree or get a degree in, you know, some effery because it's what she likes to do and her dad is paying for it and she's not having to take out loans for it. It's just something she's interested in, in, you know, painting rocks or whatever. But, right. um, you know, for us, many of us, we're having to take care of a family. We're having to also so we might be yep. saddled with having to take care of parents at some point and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So I do think and that happened is, with uh, our generation to where we were yeah. like one of the main generations it, to yeah. actually take so, care of our parents at, at a point. Exactly. So, so it's important for us to have that mindset. Like it is important, although I understand and I give grace because I understand it is still important for us to one, have the conversation about making sure that we're getting degrees that will set us up financially because you're going to accrue all of this debt and you want to be able to live comfortably and pay back student loans. I don't think that STEM, um, you know, that STEM fields are the only ways in which you can, you know, provide for yourself financially and have a lucrative, you know, um, a career that will provide a, a, a for you lucratively. 
But um, I do think with that being said, that research should go into what you decide to do and that, you know, you shouldn't like if at all possible, you know, if what you desire to do is to be able to live comfortably, you should put a lot of consideration into what you're going to school for. Don't go to school and incur $60,000 worth of debt that you're going to pay $120,000 on to get out and make $40,000. Like, come on, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But and and this is why people say like white people shouldn't be involved in the conversation because destiny probably looks at things through a different lens. He does not have the black experience. He doesn't have, exactly. you know, the, yeah, he doesn't have the understanding of the nuances and the intricacies and the things that we just discussed that should all be considered when one is considering you know, what, and it's unfortunate. It's like, well, I should just be able to do whatever I want. You know, I should be able to go right. to school to, to paint nails. But like, yeah, you should. But there's a lot of pressure on our backs. And we, the first generation for many of us to do this. So we want to ensure that we're going to be financially set. Good point. It's not true, right? There are important like fields of education. We want people to do more research. And it's important to have such as, um, such as I don't know, having like historians, having writers. Um, a lot of women get jobs in education. Teachers are arguably some of the most historians, important people in society. Historians, the vast majority of the history that they teach every single decade, we find out it's a lot of the shit is is freaking lies. Are you serious right now? Historians? What do you mean, do you mean by find out their lies? Like by from other YouTubers or what do you mean? No, by by other freaking by other people who go and do the research. It's like oh, well, we find out. Right? We find out this not no not formally trained historians, not formally trained historians. Can you give me? Okay, I never do this in debates, and if you don't have the ability to do this, you don't have one off the top of your head. That's totally fine. I'm not gonna push you on like gotcha spreading. But like, what's like? Can you give me like an example of like this is something that historians thought was one way, and then like an amateur investigator completely overruled and figured out that all the historians were wrong? Okay, well let's start with let's start. I noticed a thing that Destiny does. Um, so Angry Man will make a point. Destiny will kind of ask for an example, but they kind of do like this thing on far ends of the spectrum. So like a YouTuber being a historian, no, a YouTuber, he's probably not talking about a YouTuber, but other people that have done research have also proven things wrong. But I, I just kind of noticed that Destiny does like this little um spectrum um it's kind of hard like and this is what i hate about the space because i hate like the side tracking like if we're involved in a debate or discussion like let's keep it on track without like then talking about like side. now we got to introduce side topics about historians and like right i would prefer like that always like I because I'm focused on the topic and it's very easy. And I think people introduce that regarding like when they're debating with me as a tactic to throw me off my square and I can easily be thrown off my square because then I want to talk about whatever you're diverting my attention to. So I hate that. OK. Or would say ancient Egypt. There were a bunch of historians that made a bunch of claims about the Egyptians and a gentleman by the name of Dr. Ben Yakinen actually went to Egypt and actually found out that a lot of the things they were saying were not true. That's one example. What What is this in relation? What was like? What was like a claim that wasn't true? Wait, hold on. Is this like this isn't we're, like the we're, we're gonna start, is this something we're, different? Or? We're going to start. With, let's Let's not go off into that. The, the The main point that I'm trying to make is that yes, okay, 
You have people who go to college, they want to become artists. I, I went to school for art, right? You have people to go to college and become artists. You have people to go to college, become historians and all of that's cool. But the point that I'm trying to make is when we're talking about the importance of our society and the structure, I'm talking about the bare bone structure of it functioning. We need, we need engineers, we need scientists, we need people in the STEM field. So if we're talking about the importance of women, if we're talking from your perspective that women are outpacing men, I'm going to be looking at that field. I'm not going to be looking at at art and, and history and stuff like that. I don't, but I don't want a society that just has the bare bones. It sounds fucking miserable. We need things like art. And this I is where totally, we spend like 95% of our time. And I totally agree with that. I'm I'm an artist. I totally agree with that. But the problem is your premise is that women are outpacing men. In order for women to outpace men, they would have to be outperforming them in the bare bones of our society, the, the things that make the structure run. That's the point that I was making yesterday. Okay, I don't even know if we disagree. This might just be a semantics thing. Earlier, it sounded like you agreed with me that society has structured itself around accelerating women, and it seems to be doing a good job at that, and a lot of men are being left behind. Do you agree with that, or do you disagree with that? It is accelerating women, but in a very, uh, in a disproportionate way, and in a very sneaky, underhanded way. It's not like, okay, let's let's try this, right? Um, I would say not even in a sneaky, underhanded way, especially when it comes to black men and black women. Um, I think it is set up by design for us to have certain benefits, certain things that men don't have. Um, and I do feel that men feel some type of way but the interesting thing is we're blamed for a society that we didn't set up. So I don't know. Um, I see it across the board. I see, but I do know what you mean as it relates to the black community. Absolutely. Um, that's white supremacy. You know what I mean? They give benefits to women and it is to um, impact the structure of the black family. So I know what you mean regarding that. And that is true too. But um, I, I, I don't even think it's sneaky or, and underhanded. I think it's, it's blatant no, and obvious. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's blatant. Let's try this because I think your perception of red pill or the manosphere is that just everybody over here just hates women, blah, 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 blah. I don't have an issue with women competing if they're actually competing. In other words, if the playing field is level, but what we have going on today is not a level playing field. We have a rigged game. We, on the one hand, we have, we have, You know how black women complain about um, not having protection. You know, we've heard this mm -hmm. time and time again, mm -hmm. right? Right. And you know how I always, and I don't know, because other people may have also made this point, that men aren't going to protect what they, who they're competing with. And it's interesting um, that he's saying, you know, about women competing and if they are, if they are competing, then, you know, they need to do it at a certain level. But I, I just found that point to be really interesting. That's it. People say, okay, um, well, I did too. Was... And there was one other thing that I did want to highlight. Like, I do find it interesting too, that angry man himself highlighted that he went to school for art. So even he chose something that would be of interest to him. Not he didn't go for a STEM, um, he didn't go for a STEM, um, uh, uh, you know, specialty 
um, program either. So I found that interesting too. And I meant to point that out earlier, but yeah, yeah I, I he, he did not. Um, shout out to RBR Network for Women. Uh, he says, AM is wrong. The purpose of college is to learn. And he said, even if you do, even if all you do is learn how to learn, the top 1% of company owners prefer women employees. Interesting. Yeah, but I mean, nobody is going to college and incurring debt to only learn like this college degree better get better, better garner me a higher uh, income, you know. Um, Diana, let me ask you a question. So if you hear women say they don't need no man, I want a man, but I don't need a man. I get my own money. I got my own car. I work my own job. Um, you, you've never seen a woman like compete. I think, I think we're, we're at a point where women actually do compete with men. Um, yeah. maybe not and consciously, maybe it's a subconscious thing, but they're definitely competing with men. Definitely. And even if it's unintentional, like the thing is, it's about perspective, Diana, just like you looked at what we were saying in one way and we, you know, viewed the content in another way. And that's why we gave our perspective from the men's perspective. We use the word competing because that's a term that is often used. Men see women, women's black women's brashness and assertiveness as competition. If a black one, if a woman is meeting them with the same energy that they have they're going to view it as competition even if that's not her intent so you know it's about perspective and from their view it's like you're trying to compete with me you want to be the man of the house and i'm trying to be the man of the house so you know that's how they view it good point okay are equal to men women are fully capable of doing what men do you've even said a second ago that women you kind of implied that women were smarter than men so I if, did, well, uh, I just, what I said was they might, their biology might be better suited to classrooms than men. It's, it's, it's better suited to following. That's the reason I don't know why. If I, no, I, following that's, is that's a that's stupid the, loaded term. No, let's say, let's no, be, because, let's, no, because no, you're going no, so getting, getting sensitive over terminology. No, 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 I'm not getting sensitive over terminology. Let me clear their terms, okay? Here's, a, here's fact number one. Most men are followers. Most men are not leaders, right? But most people in general are followers. When I say that women are better suited towards learning, it seems to be the case that men, that male bodies, are just more in general suited towards activity. They want to be outside. They want to be doing things. They want to be building things. That's why all of our little boys are getting diagnosed with fucking ADHD because sitting inside of a fucking classroom all day with your fucking head staring at a textbook and doing notes is agonizing to a lot of young men. That's okay. just something that we're not most, built for. Whereas most... women don't mind. They might. They, they are better at like being calm and being chill, being more cerebral, taking notes, studying, doing that. That just seems to be thing. Their biology seems to be better suited for. I'm not saying one is a follower, or one is a leader, or one is smarter, or one is dumber. I'm just saying in the ways that we are, okay. women seem better suited to classroom. First of all, first, first of all, we we can't look. I'm not a leftist, so I'm not ultra sensitive when it comes to terminology. Okay, there, there are there are structures in our society that are very important that have leaders and have followers. Okay, now I will agree that the boys do not like sitting in a classroom all day. It's frustrating to them, but men are naturally more rebellious than women are, and the reason why is because men are not natural followers. Even if you have structures where men are following, why do you think in the military they have to have a boot camp? Because those men have to be basically conditioned to follow properly because they are naturally rebellious there's a reason why when women are in girls are in school they they do better in school because the way that structure is they're given instructions and they're in there look they, we understand what the school system is 
He said something about the military um, and being taught how to follow. It doesn't not make them not followers because they're unruly when they get to the military. Um, it's teaching them how to follow this structure as opposed to another structure. Um, I agree. I And it's not just for men. I think the majority of people are followers. The majority of people are followers. That's fine. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. But I also think that I think I, I agree with what he said about the boys. I pointed that out earlier on, like boys, black boys are like, like stallions, black boys. That's why they consider black boys to have behavior problems. And they always want to put them on medication and this, that, and the other because of their energy levels. Literally, there are studies that show that black boys have higher testosterone. They literally have a bunch of testosterone. They don't want to sit still. They want to run. They want to play. They want Want, they want to be active and you want them to sit at a desk all day and 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 stare you know like stare at a board like that that's boring to them that you know so i i completely agree with what he's saying regarding that okay okay um shout out to uncle Stu. he says see rose a white feminist taught black women to compete with black men while white feminists became married and succeeded while the black community is losing I can prove this historically. Um, Uncle Stu, yeah, I, I want to, I, I would love to do something on that. Yeah. I already good. know. Um, what B was asking is military and school similar in that fashion. From my understanding, like there's a whole psychology no. behind how military breaks you all the way down um, in, in reference yes. to building that like indoctrination and in re yes. reference to indoctrinating you. Yes. And I would say that the Marine Corps, um, shout out to anybody that's in the Marine Corps, they have the strongest um, conditioning um, than any other branch. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's a, a huge difference. Huge difference. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Continue. continue. The school system was designed around the Prussian school system, which basically was created for the purpose of creating factory workers, created for the purpose of creating uh, better soldiers, okay? People that are going to follow suit. That's exactly what the educational system is here in America, all right? So it's not an insult to say that women are followers. That's not an insult, it's just the reality. Men are not as prone to follow as women are. I'm just saying that the most people are followers. We, we have to agree on that. In a it's like. Work only works if you have one manager and many employees. The army only works if you've got one general and many soldiers. The, the, a country only works if you've got one president and many constituents. Most people are followers. Society true. only works. That's, that's why there's the whole phrase, too many uh, chiefs and not enough Indians. You have to have followers in society, right? That's true. But, but and that, even, when we, but at, even when we look at even when we look at classrooms where we're saying like, oh, like women are better to uh, to following and that's why they do better classrooms. Who's teaching? Who's leading the classrooms? But, it's women. Isn't it like 95% of teachers are women? Um, now? Like, now but but here's the thing you just said something that gave validity to my point where do you think the term there's too many uh, uh chiefs and not enough indians comes from the reason you have that term is because every time you have a group of men following another man there's always a subset of men that's trying to overthrow that man so no they're not naturally followers they men, men will follow until they're in a position to take over the reason why most men follow is not because they're just like well i'm gonna you know go with the flow they follow because they don't have the power to take over who's ever in the position above them. That's the reason why men do that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know like, I had a lot of experience managing a lot of people across a diverse. Um, I, I have, yeah. Just for a second. Podcast, whether it's 
Okay. I was wondering, so we're talking about like women being more prone to follow and stuff like that. And it just makes me think like black men and men in the sector, men in the space constantly complain about black women not following the lead of men. And it's like, well, if women are naturally prone to follow, like, what is it with black women that, that you know what I mean? If black women follow through school, follow through college, you know what I mean? If they don't have a problem following instruction, they clearly followed and were indoctrinated with the programming of schooling through the Western society. What is it, um, you know, regarding the family structure that is preventing or and or is it really is it really true or is there really truth to the assertion that black women you know refuse to follow like won't allow a man to lead like what's tea with that you know just hearing all I'm gonna this tell about you exactly what the tea is most black women choose who we want we choose who we want to fuck like we set the the, the market on that we say, oh, such and such is fine. He got muscles. He tall. He handsome. He A, B, C, D. I'm going to fuck him. Um, the, And I think that the space makes a big point when they talk about this. They make a great point when they talk about this. When we choose what we want to go after sexually, generally, if we choose what we want to go after sexually, if the guy is fine and he's fine as fuck, then a lot of times they don't be having like the social skills or the skill, other skills that they need because they fine as hell. So then we get with somebody, we can't really trust them in all other aspects because we basically sought after him because we, we thought he was going to have some good D and that's what we wanted. Oh, such and such, he might be able to lay it down. I'm going to get with him. Then when it comes down to running a household, you're going to run into a lot of conflict because you don't really, a lot of times we haven't really got to know the guy like we should. Um, and it'll be conflict because a lot of times we think we're smarter than the guys that we chose. And this shit has happened to a lot of women that I know. A lot of women be smarter than the guys that they chose. Um, and it'll become a conflict because I can't lead you to trust the house. Ray Ray could barely fill out a fucking job application. So Ray Ray not being able to fill out a job application. Uh, I can't really trust Ray Ray to pay bills to do ABCD because mm. Ray Ray had served a, a specific purpose. So I basically want Ray Ray to do what I told him to do. Take out mm -hmm. the trash, go mow the grass, what? dress up when I tell you to. I don't know. That's where I met with it. I kind of uh, like my take is similar. Regular Degla kind of hit on it. Regular Douglas says, um, y'all follow the programming, the system that is dictated by men at the top. So y'all uh, so y'all do follow on a very massive macro level. I think that that women are typically going to follow who they feel is the most powerful. I think to real, real talk, like I think that black women have trouble, have problems, have issues following black men because they see black men as being subjugated. Like it's hard hard to be in a society, real talk, like literally we're oppressed, like we are an oppressed people. So to be like, literally, if I'm going to like, I'm follow, I'm submitting to you and yielding to you when I see you yielding to someone else. And I think that it's hard for women and men know that. Let me tell you something. The white man knows that. And that is 
purely by design. That's why they want to be the one feeding you, clothing you, providing you shelter, because they know that psychologically, if I'm the one giving you these handouts, then you will lose respect for, and you won't see the men in your community as leaders. And that's Ooh. what I think. Oh, honey, you said a word. Um, Dane, you said you sent us something. Did he say you sent a super chat? Uh-oh. I didn't see it. Uh, I didn't see it either. Uh-oh. Um, help us out, Dane. Type it in the chat again, because I, I swear I didn't see it. Type it in the chat, and we'll highlight it and read it out loud. Sorry about that. Washington society, like most people gravitate towards following. Most men don't want the responsibility of being in charge of other people. Most men don't want the responsibility of um, taking on the negatives of an outcome of a decision that involves other people. That's just being in a leadership role. No, really but they difficult. want the glory. Yeah, but, but that's they, not but being a leader. That doesn't the, count. Everybody wants that want doesn't the, count. But no, that's where that comes from. In, in order for you to get the accolades, the glory, to, to get the ego boost, you you every, every dude, even if they admit it or not, has had a desire to be that guy, to be the head guy. Sure. Okay, that's, that's everybody can have a desire. That's fine. And if you want to, if you want to say something like men have a desire to be leaders, that's fine. I would agree with you there. But men are not naturally leaders. Leadership okay, is, is so a you're skill trying... that's crafted over time. So most people are not suited for it. Just wanting the glory of being a leader does not make you. Oh, so you're talking about you're, you're okay. So we're we're getting into look. Here's the thing. I'm not saying that every man that spawns is is has the ability to be freaking Julius Caesar. That's not what I'm saying. That's not even what I'm saying. But all right. Well, you're saying that, you know, I'm assuming that you're saying that men naturally have the ability to be great leaders, right? Well, all I'm saying is, broadly speaking, men and women have way more in common than they do separately from each other. I totally disagree to, with that. I completely sure disagree you do. with that. When, when, when people try to draw these hardcore separations out of, like, men are leaders, women are followers, like, these broad generalizations, they end up missing, like, most of the story, and they send people down really mindfuck paths that don't accurately describe those the world, and then it leaves them ill-suited to succeed in the world. That's my problem. Well, I mean, look, in a perfect world, that might actually be a reality. But we don't live in a perfect world. And I, I, I refuse to believe that we can circumvent hundreds of thousands of years of bioevolution with what? less than a hundred years of a certain ideology. Like really? So, so the past, so every, all the entire civilization has gotten it wrong up until 50 years ago. Now, all of a sudden, you know, the, the new age way of thinking is the way we're supposed to do things. So men, I don't know, when you say like gotten it wrong, I mean, like you want to talk about like, like, do you believe like in the nuclear family? Yes. Like that's a really new concept. Hundreds of thousands of years of bioevolution is us living like but, together as like but, groups of people like hunting for berries and like chasing animals. But that, like, that's but, what hundreds of thousands of years of bioevolution But that's what built up to it. That's what built up to it. Okay, well then fine. Then I could just use the same argument and say, well, that's building up to this then. That's a good point. But the problem with that is you can't really come from that position because the way we are starting to do things now is totally the freaking opposite. And are we getting the results that we got with the previous things? Are we getting well, I mean, the, are we getting good results now? Because because when I look around, as far as as far as the interaction between men and women, the way I see it, when I look around at the interaction between men and women, there's something terribly wrong going on right now. Well, for one, for one, they've yeah. done studies. They've done studies that have proven not only women but people in general are the most unhappy that they've ever been in the history of the world. Mm -hmm. 
specifically women. They've done numerous studies on this. So if if this new age way of, of us doing things, this new progressive way, you know, because I'm a, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of guy. If this new age way of doing things is so freaking awesome, then why is everybody so miserable? Why do the men have such a high depression rate, a high deletion rate? Why are the women going to bed with a glass of wine? Why is everybody so unhappy? When we have more, we have the most, we, we live better today than we've ever lived in the history of the world as far as, you know, our homes, as far as our, our uh, the food that we can get and, and everything else. Our quality of life is way better than it was in the 1920s or the 1950s, but we're the most unhappy. What's the reason for that? Okay. I think these are all really good questions, but I just want you to think of like what you're saying. People are unhappy. We live better than we've ever lived before, but we're still miserable. Why is everybody so miserable? Our quality of life is better. We're still miserable. Why are we so unhappy? You're the most unhappy we've ever met, okay? Mm -hmm. The framing on all of this is that it seems like all of us have problems right now. It's not just a man versus woman thing. It's not just something happening on the male side or the female side. It seems like there is something that is pushing people in a miserable direction. Now, I have my thoughts and ideas on that. I think a lot of it has to do with the internet and especially cell phones. I think the way that we engage with all of that stuff is destroying our fucking minds. We're putting screens in front of people at like three years old and like ADHDing the fuck out of them before they can step foot inside of a classroom. I think that we are like watching more content, like scrolling our phones constantly. That's like destroying our brain's ability to get like happiness and enjoyment out of like normal things in life. I think that we have a really hard time seeing people in real life because we're replacing all of our real life connections with online Discord group chats and everything. I think these are all like really good things to talk about and understand. But when all of this gets shoehorned, into like, well, the reason why we're so miserable is because we've stepped away from like a uh, traditional like boy-girl relationships or whatever. I just, I feel like now instead of talking about all of the other stuff that I think is having a negative impact on all of us, we get hyper fixated on some really silly man versus woman gender dynamic when there are issues that are facing every single person in society that's like all of us fucking miserable. That's my issue, I guess. Well, um, I actually think that was a great point that Destiny made about the cell phones and then us uh, hyper-focusing on one one aspect um with the man woman relationship dynamic but i do think that the man woman relationship dynamic is a huge thing and it does play out on social media and on the phones and on the internet so i, I think he made a good point with that what about you um i agree with destiny i think that i agree with destiny's overall point i think that the internet is the crux of of um a lot of the of the issues that angry man highlighted even the relationship issues even traditionalism um i don't not just the internet media i think that media is at the forefront of the destruction of traditional relationships i think that what what's what how do we uh, you know how um do we see this uh, city girl culture and all the things promoted all through media, internet sources, and literally we're consuming it like, you know, 9, 10, 11, 14 hours a day from very young. I think that it is causing a host of issues. I absolutely think that it is the internet. Um, I don't think that, like, I think even if we're talking about relationships, that that still ties back to the internet, the destruction of relationships and how people view relationships still all ties back to the internet. Um, shout out to Uncle Stu, old man on the block. He said, right, right at C. Rose, ascending love offering. Um, thank you so much for that, Uncle Stu. And shout out to Pookie's cousin, Daytavius. He says, how come people in both spaces just debate each other? It seems like everyone is saying the same thing about each other, 
but not to each other. Um, I wonder. Good point. Good point. Dane said his comment is pinned at the top or something. I can't. I scrolled all the way to the top. I don't see his super chat. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I really, if he types it again, I promise I'll read it out loud. Um, Diana made a really good point, And I wanted to highlight her point. Okay. Um, she said a book was written, was just written about this. It was a very long book about happiness. The root of happiness was researched to be tied with having great relationships with parents, siblings, friends, etc. And I actually, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, let's continue. I don't disagree with any of that, but I'll add one caveat. It's not that it's not that it's just about the gender roles, but that is part of it. That's part of it. We we can we can look. I can sit here all day and we can talk about the 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 negative impact of social media, the negative impact of putting a freaking screen in a in a two-year-old's face, the negative impact of of every new age thing that we have that has given us information overload. We can talk about that all day, but we can't ignore the fact that when you start playing with the gender roles in any society, and, and this has been studied over and over, this is not the first time we've had a society or a civilization where we began to play with the gender roles and it wreaked havoc, it caused problems with us, because that is something that is that is part of us, regardless. In fact, you even did it yesterday. You even did it yesterday when we were having that discussion, you know, that was heightened discussion, but towards the end of that discussion, you said, well, who's gonna watch the kid if he's out working? And you said a woman. Now, why would you say a woman unless you still have gender roles burned into your brain? Okay, I'm not here to say that all gender roles should be uh, abolished, right? So in the beginning part of this conversation, I made the argument that there are differences between men and women that leave them suited towards other things, right? That's why I said that women seem to be excelling in classroom environments. Um, I think yesterday you asked me the question if every man were to uh, disappear from the planet, things would fall apart. If every woman were to disappear from the planet, things would carry on its own, which isn't true. Well, no, I didn't. But, but, look, or maybe not carry on its own, but society would still function or something. Let me right? correct that. No, what I okay, said was, what I said, and it, look, this is what I said. I said, if women took a day off, not if they disappeared, I don't want to live in a world with no women. So let's just go ahead and get that clear. If they took a day off from their jobs, and the reason why I say that is because women tend to stay away from a lot of the heavy lifting jobs. A lot of the jobs that are, I mean, sure, you, you, you'll find a woman that's an airline pilot. You'll find a woman that wants to do construction, but that is few and far between. If, if, if the men decided one day to just take a day off, the guys that work at nuclear power plants, the guys that fly planes, the, the, the guys that pick up our trash, the guys that do all of the things that make our world run, it would cause a serious problem. That's what I said. Sure. So what we're saying is like men do backbone of society jobs and women do complementary work, basically, right? Yeah. To, yeah. yeah more fair. or less. Yeah, but I think the important thing to recognize about that is the backbone jobs don't work without that complementary work. That's kind of what I'm saying, right? Like, let's say that a man, and this is why I used the family example yesterday, but it doesn't have to be a family example, it could be anything. But if men are off doing this backbone work, then you need somebody to take care of families. The only way that a man can go and do that work is if somebody can empower him to do it by staying home and taking care of, say, children, right? That's why I use that example. That even if men are doing the backbone work, they can only do it because of the complementary job that exists where women are allowing it to happen, essentially. It's like having a supervisor for a restaurant. The supervisor isn't cooking and, and busting tables in the front, mm, but like the employees point. can be able to manage themselves out so they kind of like working things in the back. I don't mean to say that like women lead men. I'm just saying that the roles complement each other. Well, here's the thing about that, which I didn't get to say yesterday. Number one, I'm not, my position is not that men can be totally independent of women. 
That's not my position. Human beings are interdependent. We, we're all dependent upon each other. However, when you start looking at the dynamic of men and how men operate, it is extremely plausible that a man can go out here in the world, be successful without the support of a woman. Now, if you look at it as a whole, then yeah, you might be able to make a few points where it's like, oh, well, women do this job or that job and, and that job might be beneficial or whatever to what the men are. Truth be told, I just thought those are both kind of crazy points. Um, both genders, let me not say genders, <laughs> men and women are needed. <laughs> Period. Uh, shout out to Dane C. I Good agree. job, Concrete. You found it. Um, shout Ciao. out to Dane C. He says, Danny and Concrete, hey, hey. I can tell by angry man's rhetoric that he didn't actually didn't actually study or research the information. He's just a prognosticating. Mm. Um okay. <laughs> and well, Go he's the one leading. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to say something, but go ahead. Oh, I'll shout out to Ayatollah Black Martian. He said, I'd have blew my brains out a long time ago if I'd listened to what I owed the community. Damn, that's kind of harsh. <sighs> Ooh, um, very. But you know what? I think like when we talk about, I do think that we're interdependent. And I think him hint, hit, yeah. hitting on that is key because when we talk about the supporting roles versus the, you know, if we say men are the backbone, even if we say men are, most of the police are men. Well, we need 911 dispatchers and most of them might be women. If we say most of the principals are men, well, we need teachers and most of them are women. Most of the doctors are men. Well, we need nurses. You know, hospitals can't run without nurses and most of them are women women so they worked in tandem you know what i mean like right. and they're just as important it's like the head and the neck right 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 um yeah okay they're doing but the job a lot of those complimentary jobs that women are doing men could do okay um, women just mean... recently women just re you, you said something about the the uh the nuclear family recently right just recently a new a new thing which it is a new thing right I would argue that it probably, well, I'm not gonna go into that. That being a new thing. Another new thing is women being in the workforce. That's fairly new. Wouldn't yeah. you agree? Yeah, that's one of the ways that I think when I talk about women involvement, I think that's one of the things. Okay, so guess what? Up to that point, we still had a functioning society. Up to that point, with the world still spun. Up to that point, we were still able to constantly improve. We were still able to get awesome inventions that have improved the human condition. Yeah, but post women entering the workforce, our world is better now in a lot of ways than it was eight years ago, yeah? Our world is better now because it's naturally progressing, but how many how many impactful inventions have we had since, since we moved into this age of let's promote women? How many inventions have we had that have been as impactful as the cotton gin, the printing press, the steam engine? I mean, like the microprocessor and the cell phone, the cell phone, and the internet are probably two of the biggest inventions in human history. You just got through saying that the cell phone is what's causing the biggest problems that's making us unhappy. Sure, things can be used in bad ways. I mean, gunpowder was an amazing invention too, but it's mainly used to kill people. Are you asking me what the amazing inventions are? You're asking what's make everybody feel better, right? Cell phones and computer architecture and the internet are like the biggest things that have accelerated everything in the world, like probably more than any other invention in human history. And nobody's, that, and nobody's, nobody's disagreeing with that. But well, the, sure, but you asked me, like, were there any big inventions since the cotton gin or whatever now that we've had no, women in the what I said, that, No, no, no. What I said was, what are the inventions that we've had now that have been as impactful? 
Sure. World, and I would argue changes. that like cell phones on the internet have been some of the most impactful things ever. They've made an, they've made an impact, but I wouldn't say the most impactful. They're the Wait a minute. What I wanted to know from you, Concrete, was about the statement that Angry Man made about women um, just entering the workforce. Um, yeah. Well, wait a minute. Who timed our... Juju out? Don't time Juju out. Yeah, don't. Come on now. Y'all tripping. Hold on. Let me give Who timed Juju out? I thought Juju had a rent. Uh, I uh, thought she um, did too. Wrench. Um about the jobs like in us entering the workforce what do you think about right. that um black women have never not worked in the workforce since our inception into this country so yeah depending upon what you believe but um you know for 400 years black women have worked in the workforce like in and when black women tried to stay home there were um policies enacted in different states that required black women to go to work. So um, that's never really not been a thing for yeah, us. Yeah, I'm like, black women have never not worked. When was this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I didn't agree with that. I think black women have always worked. Um, now, officially entering the workforce um uh, might be a quote unquote thing you know it's like where you get uh, a job and they taking taxes out of your check and shit like that now that may be something but no black women have always worked okay let me continue there's no way that that is is as impactful because you look if you look at the reason why i say this if you Wait, where, look, you, where are you from where do you live where do i live yeah. i live in north carolina okay i'm in miami I'm talking to you in real time. Both of us can see each other's videos. And there's like 10 or 20,000 people. And there's maybe hundreds of thousands more that watch on a YouTube channel later on. And that's that type awesome. Of reach I'm not yeah, but that type of reach of communication, dude, the printing not, press. Like, I'm, not, I'm yeah. not discounting that. That's that's awesome. But that, but look, here's the thing. When you have the printing press, right? Okay, yeah. so you got the printing press. Cool. Now we can have books that are printed identically. We don't have to worry about people tampering with books, tampering with their information, right? However, the same way that somebody could use the printing press negatively, right? I would argue that, yes, the way we can communicate is awesome. We can reach a lot of people. But guess what? Any idiot can get up here and fire up a freaking live stream and just give the whole world a bunch of misinformation, right or wrong. And then people will sit there and watch it because, like you said earlier, you got two-year-olds that's got a screen in front of their face, right? Mm -hmm. But a two-year-old, if you, if, you if you wrote a book that was an extremely negative book, um, like, I'm not going to say that guy's name. But if, if you if you wrote a book that was extremely negative, you don't have to worry about it. You could put it in front of a two-year-old. He's not going to be able to read it like that or even comprehend it. But if somebody's sitting up there on YouTube saying something crazy and your kid, you know, parents are not paying attention and the kid is watching it, that's an extremely negative impact. So the reason why, when I'm saying impactful, I mean impactful in a way that is more beneficial to, to human society than, than negative. That's what I'm saying. Do you, think that, do you think that the internet or cell phones have been more negative than positive? It's part of the reason we're having so many difficulties right now. Sure. I mean, it might be part of it, but I mean, like the, the more impactful and powerful the invention, the more good and the more bad it can do. Right. Like nuclear. Yeah. Like nuclear research, you know, gives us amazing reactors that can produce a lot of energy relatively cleanly. And it also gives us atomic weapons that could maybe end the entire world. Right. And I, and I feel like cell phones and the internet are similar. Um, I'm 34. You seem like an older guy, maybe or like around my age or maybe a little older. Like I remember growing up, like if you ask me a question about anything, you're the plug the fucking encyclopedia Britannica to look up an answer. And now you have like the, the world's 
information is at your fingertips. That's an unbelievably think, crazy we, advance in technology, right? Like that's the. But don't you think? Don't you think that? I actually like reading my Encyclopedia Britannica. Don't you? Don't you think that's a little more organic? Don't you think that? Don't you think that it's more valuable when you actually have to search for the knowledge as opposed to someone just googling it and not knowing for sure if it's accurate? Uh, maybe it could be, or there might be a lot of people that just don't do the search at all because they don't have, they either don't have the books because if you had one of those sets of Encyclopedia Britannica, you're paying like a lot of money for a good set of them, um, and then a lot of people just end up not knowing. Um, I'll give you that. To, not to like go too deep into this, but just circling back, like, because uh, you asked me what are like really impactful things. There have been really impactful things. We landed on the moon, we got nuclear weapons, we got the internet. I agree that these things can be good or bad. I'm just saying that they're impactful. It's like when time chooses the person of the year, you know, like sometimes it's a really bad person, sometimes it's a good person, it's people that are impactful. Um, when, when I look at like the, the big differences that women have right now, compared to like 30 years ago, um, or maybe 60, 70 years ago. The two big things that have changed for women are like college and work, and then reproduction. Mm -hmm. and those are like the two huge, those are like 95% of what is what has changed women. And then like 5% can be like Instagram, social media, Kim Kardashian, whatever. But I think those two things have been huge because it's a lot of women to put off having children by using birth control or whatever. And it's a lot of women to live independently from men. They don't have to marry somebody to find a job. Um, and when I look at these two things, I don't think these things are going away. We're not getting rid of birth control and we're not, removing women from work or from uh, school. So then I, so given that, and I regularly say this all the time, right? We can't think of an idealized world. We've got to look at the world we live in. If that's the world we live in, then I don't think it's enough to tell men that you should just be a top one percenter and then you're going to get a woman, right? You have to find a way to adapt to the world we're in where women have changed significantly in the past 30 or 40 years. So that's why I talk from that frame of reference. Women are educated. Women do have birth control. So if you want to get a woman, you've got to work harder for it now. Whereas in the past, what you had to do was like just actually work a job and you'd be basically guaranteed a wife. Well, no, it's not to me. And, and this is just my opinion. This is not going to be popular with everybody, but in my opinion, it's not about the men being top one percenters. It's it's not even about taking away what women already have. Like you can't put the cat back in the bag. Yeah, I think we uh, probably need to do a little skipping around. Nobody's going to give up their cell phone to go back to encyclopedias at all. That ain't going to happen. Like it's not going to happen. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I want to skip ahead. Really okay. quick, though, while you're doing that, what do you think about his comment? Like, do you think that men should do to get women? Like, Destiny is essentially asserting, and he asserted yesterday, well, on the previous stream, too, that men essentially need to do more. Like, I, I mean, that, that was kind of like his overall premise. Like, I mean, we know that, you know, most men aren't going to get in the top 1%. But, like, we know you know, he, it, even Angry Man just said, like, the cat can't be put back in the bag. Like, should men just be doing more? Like, should the focus just be on self-improvement? You know, is that, well, an, is that a solution? Self-improvement is a partial solution. It's a partial solution. Um, overall, overall, um, we need a damn overhaul of the black community. Um, we've gotten to a point to where the black community is totally, totally out of control and it doesn't look like it's going back anytime soon. Um, yeah, we need a, a, a total, total overhaul. Um, we're, we're all the way out of control. Men can self-improve, but then if the men are self-improving, then where are the fucking women? What are the women doing? Um, are the women also self-improving? And then what I'm, what mm. I've noticed, what what's so crazy to me, and the things that I've noticed over like the past year, 
you have a lot of women talking about the things that they've accomplished and a lot of women have done great for themselves you've had men talk about a lot of things that they've accomplished and a lot of men have done great for themselves they still hate each other um and everybody is in opposition of each other and i don't i, I don't think it can be fixed like i don't think um. it can be fixed to be completely honest, I see like people improving by way of trying to get more businesses, trying to climb the corporate ladder, trying to get more degrees, trying to get fit, trying to get in the gym, going and hopping on somebody's surgery table, getting a passport, doing all the things. But I see very few people talking about therapy, doing the intrinsic work, doing the internal work, you know, doing guided meditation, you know, trying to get healed, trying to deal with traumas. Like to me, that's the most imperative things that need to be addressed but if you go to a therapist and that is also a woman dominated field and they're pushing a certain type of indoctrination onto the man men are very 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 weary of therapists very weary of therapists um then when it comes down to the improvement so men came up with a space the the space or whatever and they've tried to, I feel like this is a way that they've tried to do therapy here. You know, this has been a form of their therapy. Um, they've been allowed to rage. They've been allowed to lose their shit, whatever, whatever. You know, I think this has been their space for their therapy. Mm. Um, when it comes down to um, the women, I think that a lot of women have done all the work but a lot of women's choices are the things that if they were pussy led and, and led by their own pussies to whatever they wanted to do and they chose to mess with certain types of men then you know it's like hindsight being 2020 everybody can see where they fucked up at somewhere down the line and i think black women are saying well, um, okay well i messed with such and such so i'm gonna go to therapy i'm gonna do this i'm gonna fix myself i'm gonna fix myself but then when you go to therapy and you didn't got through all of this you still i i kind of feel like they have almost like a hatred um for the men that hurt them and then yeah. when you get I to think, a, go ahead go ahead go ahead I mean, well, like therapy isn't about indoctrination. Like they're not like you're, they're helping you heal or work through your problems. So like, you know, you're not, you know, to indoctrinate somebody through the healing, like they're not teaching you. They're not trying to, I, I can see how one could try, but that's, uh, it would be, I think I, I understand why men have a black men have a mistrust of therapists, like completely get that. Um, okay. But I didn't just stop at therapy. I also I talked about, you know, guided meditation, whatever, you know, um, I, I think that there are other methods that could potentially work for you, too. I don't think that venting but, in the but wait a minute. is 
Well, I, hold on. I don't think that venting in the manosphere is a appropriate form of therapy. There are proven, tried and true, tested forms of therapy that range from group therapy, you know, like meditation that, that you know, um, you know, talk therapy that like you don't even have to physically go and see a therapist. You can see someone or like, on you know, a virtual visit. There are like a, a multitude of different ways in which you can find a therapy solution that could potentially work for you or a, a solution that could help you to heal from your inner trauma that aside from the manosphere, because I don't see this as a real viable solution. Yes, a venting space. Yeah. But therapy, I wouldn't say that it's akin to therapy. I think um, when therapy, I'm not going to say it's necessarily villainized, but I think in a certain aspect, black men's issues, black women's issues are different. I think we heal different. I don't think that we actually talk about the way that black women healed and what's worked for us versus what's going to work for black men. Um, I've heard a few guys go to therapy that were married and always felt like the therapist took their wife's side. Now, don't get me wrong. Them niggas could have been wrong. They could have been wrong. But um, a lot of guys that I've talked to that has gone to therapy don't feel like they've gotten anything out of it. They feel like they've taken the woman's side and nobody hears where they're coming from. All the right. while, um, you know, we come with our own set of shit. Um, yeah, I, I think it just may be a different thing for us. And men are mm -hmm. very, very distrustful when it comes down to telling a complete stranger all their problems, all their whatever's whatever's, mm -hmm. but basically go out and fix. So then but when you get, yeah. let me just make this one mm -hmm. last point. Then when we do talk about men um, that show sensitivity, men that aren't, aren't afraid to be vulnerable, um, men that love out loud, we don't typically want those men and men see what we what we've actually responded to versus what we've said that we wanted we talked about how all these rappers still getting all these women pregnant so it's like we we say we want these sensitive caring um loving individuals and then when a nigga is calling us a hoe calling us bitches Say, um, telling us to twerk on some, um, telling us, uh, bitches ain't shit. We like, oh yeah, oh my gosh, oh, oh, who is that? Oh, I want to, you know, we we come we come around, we come with our own set of shit too. So, I don't know, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like this. Like, I I, I don't make excuses for grown men, um, for grown women either. Um, your healing is your own decision. Yeah, you got mistrust, and I and I don't like. I think couples therapy is different. I can like, I, I, you know, I think that there are too many resources available for people, period, for you to not try to take accountability and control of healing your trauma. At a certain point, it ain't mama fault. It ain't Keisha from uh, the 14 year old from eighth grade that declined your date fault. It ain't your baby mama fault. Like at a certain point, you have to take responsibility for your own healing. And whether that mean, even if, even if you have a mistrust of therapists, even if you have had a bad 
that experience with therapists. I have a mistrust of therapists too. I have a, like, I don't open up easy. Like we've been friends for a long time. You know that I don't open up easy. In addition to that, aside from that, me not opening up, like I think most therapists is coons. So y'all ain't gonna understand the consciousness in me. So I don't really, but my healing, my own trauma is my responsibility and my, like I'm accountable for healing myself. Like I owe that to me. So whether that be you do it yourself on your own, like you go, you you can go to a masjid and visit and talk to an imam, go visit and talk to a pastor. You can go talk to friends. You can go join a therapy group. You can go get a self-healing book, whatever you got to guided meditation, do yoga, whatever it is. But your healing is your responsibility. I think um, you bring about a great point. I think you bring about some really great points. Your healing is your responsibility. Um, yeah, I, I I don't have any I don't have anything for that. Shout out to MGTOW Universe. He says some men are evolving to the world around them. Hence, passport bros, MGTOW, etc. Um, interesting. Uh, I want to, I want to ask you a question, Mixel, but it's going to take us off topic. But, um, Uncle Stu brings about a great point. See, Rose, how do we teach accountability when people don't see there is nothing wrong? Just asking. You make a great point, Uncle Stu. Um, Concrete, what you got for that? I mean, I don't know what that was in reference to when we talk. Oh, when I said that you're accountable for your own healing. Um, I think that when people don't see anything wrong. Um, yeah, think they that think that. That's a, OK, you get it. Sorry. No, go ahead. What you was gonna no, say? I was just going to say, if you um, have men. I hate to bring him up. MGTOW Universe in his situation. He didn't see anything wrong with that. How can you teach accountability mm. and not even on his part, but even to hold the woman accountable if he didn't see anything wrong mm. with it? You, you know, this is my thing. Um, I'm not even in the business of trying to prove to people. Like, I feel like, like your journey is your own. Like, I feel like that is something that you have to come to on your own. Like, I'm not like in the business or in like, I, I'm not the type of person like I'm, I'm going to like hold this up and show you and make you see it. I feel like, like, you, you know, it's up to us to recognize like something is off, something is off and you may not know what's off, but like something is off and maybe it's possible. I don't even can't put my finger on it. I, and, or if I can put my finger on it, I don't know what it stems from. So I need to address this. Like I, I, I've, and, and I guess it comes from being self-aware. Um, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know how to teach it because I it is something that I expect adults to have. Like I expect adults to be able to be accountable to themselves for themselves. Like it's just something that I expect of adults. So because I expect it of adults, I don't know how to teach it. I haven't really given it any thought. It's because it's, it's an expectation. Yeah, um, I honestly don't think that you can teach adults too much nowadays. Everybody thinks they know everything. You can't tell anybody shit. Um, you can only get with like-minded individuals in that's your tribe and work and build with people that are like-minded and on the same type of time that you're on. And then mm -hmm. y'all uh, uh, teach the children 
in the best ways that you can possible, but then you're going to have to really get a hold of your children because everybody else is so different. So I think that's the only way I don't, I think it's too late to teach accountability to adults. Yeah. Um, okay. Where does the fireworks happen child? Cause let's see what they talking about here. It's never going to happen, but, um, some things will change pretty dramatically. Like maybe the way some of those general rules play out or how dating plays out and you either adapt or die. And that's like, that is the only thing you can do because like you said before, it's not going back in the box of women. If you go to really, um, you know, older countries or places where the roles are a lot older, they're going to, you're going to find pretty traditional men, but you'll find that like their birth rates are dropping off. They're not having a ton of children because they're not all dying, you know, to dysentery or some random shit. Um, you will find that like the rest of the world is slowly following in our footsteps. And that seems to be a trend that's not going to change anywhere. Like, I don't know any place that's like, we're super successful and we have stuck with our traditional roles and nothing has changed. Like all the most successful countries have been moving in this direction. And I can't think of any like counter examples to that. Well, the thing about it is there are, there are countries that, you know, I'm pretty sure you, you pay attention to politics. There are countries that have made it a point to make for certain that they don't have certain things on their television shows and they don't have certain literature and things of that nature. What, what I see in my personal opinion, I see China, I see Russia. Christ, people are fucking flying around drones today, just like dropping grenades onto people and killing them. Like, yeah. It's insane how much technology has changed for all of that. Um, and then when you look at places like China and India, uh, I think Social, social issues in the West, right? But I mean, to some extent, I think that's a marker of our progress. Like, in some ways, it's really annoying when somebody goes on Twitter. I know, like, I encountered a lot of sexism today because, like, somebody called me a bitch. But in other ways, it's actually really cool because, like, okay, cool. Well, you, in your mind, really bad sexism is somebody calling you a bitch. That's a mark of progress, in my opinion, because it means there's a whole bunch more sexism that you're not experiencing people in the past did. Well, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm a traditional guy. So I'm not really into the progressive stuff and all of that because I feel like, I feel like when we get to the point where we, uh concrete i low-key don't want to skip around too much because i don't want to really want to miss anything and i did not have time to review this video before we came on um let me ask the audience did any fireworks pop off and yeah because yeah did any fireworks pop off did y'all see anything um if not we could listen from here until we ready to call it quits uh girl <laughs> it's about th the whole stream their whole stream was about three hours long and yeah. i just it, yeah it was definitely more of a discussion I don't feel like we got into any real meat and potatoes. Yeah. You know, okay. it's kind of like it was more of a discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of agreement. Okay. Um, then I'm not gonna necessarily feel super duper bad because I don't want to be on here all, all night. I ain't gonna tell you about that damn curling child. I'll tell you when we get offline. But <laughs> I was trying to hear what he was saying, like in that last point. That's what I was um, saying. You could listen to it from there. But it, I'm sure it wasn't nothing too pressing. Um, something that they, yeah. To be completely honest, the interesting thing that I find is that they seem to be coming from different positions, but they seem to meet in the middle on a lot of stuff. Did didn't you find the same? Yeah. Um. Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me go up to the halfway point. I just received some some little intel, child. So let let me see. Say that you're a Christian. Let's say that you believe in the nuclear family. Let's. Well, I 
again, there are a lot of things that you're agreeing with, or that you're saying that I agree with. I just don't think that they're that gender. When you talk about like getting off into the weeds with certain ideologies and attacking people for not believing the right things, I think we do have a big problem with that today in society. I think a lot of it comes from the left kind of um, having their thumbs on a lot of the levers of cultural power. But I don't think that, I just don't think it's like a gendered thing. That's like a, a political, ideologically driven thing. Um, now, when you talk about like men are traditional men and they're getting fingers wagged in their faces, I don't agree with that. I don't think that's happening. I feel like people mix up a lot of the toxic aspects of red pill shit with like traditional things. If you are a, if you're a good guy, you're working a good job, you go to church and you're looking for like a traditional partner, you've got your shit handled, I don't think anybody's wagging their finger at you. In fact, because I've talked to a lot of conservative women, I think conservative women are dying to find men like that. But oftentimes one of the biggest complaints that I hear, and I know men have the loudest voices online, so you hear about like all the whores and sluts, blah, blah, blah. When I talk to traditional women or conservative women, their complaints are always like, I have no fucking idea where you can ever find a good conservative man. They don't exist. It's a bunch of schizoid young men that sit in their basements, play computer games all day, and fantasize about like having a harem of 50 women they fuck, like the guys on Fresh and Fit Home to do, right? Like, I, don't, I don't feel like places in the nanosphere are producing these factories of like good, positive, solid young men that are like good conservative men because their engagement with religion is really bad. Look at fucking, um, not to, I don't want to go down that whole Andrew Tate, but I don't want to, but like Andrew Tate coming out as Islamic after fucking running a casino and a cam business. It's like the two biggest, most haram fucking things you can do in Islam, right? Or like a lot of these guys saying we need to embrace more like Christian values while telling you to have one in open relationships where you're fucking younger and younger women every year. Um, like, I, I don't think that these are the, the centers of society that are gonna be creating like tra the traditional conservative man of tomorrow. It's just like the new marketing ploy that's being sold. And then all these guys that are falling into this shit, I call it OnlyFans for men, um, because it's just like, it's rotting and destroying their minds, thinking that, or leading them to think they're gonna be something that they're never gonna be and it's not preparing them for the future and in a way that I think a conservative person would be. Well, you know, I can't really speak for the whole space, but I do know that the vast majority of the guys that watch my show on a regular basis are those traditional type guys. Now, I granted, a lot of them are already married. A lot of them are already in relationships. But what they find is when they, here, here's the issue that they find. Let me, let me break it down for you. What's happening is when they go out into the world and attempt to live a traditional life, they're constantly being told, these guys are constantly, you know, meeting barriers trying to live a traditional life. Now, when they go out here, I, I don't know where the, you know, these conservative uh, traditional women that you're talking about are. I don't know where they congregate, but this, these are the complaints that guys give to me, that they have so much difficulty finding these type of women, um, especially in, you know, in black culture. In black culture, we have a, you know, we have an issue where there's this, there's this culture of promiscuity, you know? There's this culture of, you know, the slut walk and all of those different type of things where every single woman they encounter is is part of the sexual revolution. So they're gonna be, you know, a little more um, free sexually. And that's a nice way of putting it. You know, so when these guys are out here actually looking for marriageable women, they're, they're coming up short, they can't find any. Because part of the new age way of thinking is that women should be able to do the things that men have traditionally done. And the sad part is whenever you hear that, it's always women taking the most negative things of men and then touting that as empowerment. This is what the guys are, are, are encountering on a regular basis where the women, they, they want to be, they want to do the same things. They want to have the same equality as men, which is fine, but they don't want the same accountability, the same responsibility. It, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, if you're willing to be in the right, um, have you heard of the, uh, have you heard of this? I know you've heard of the saying, you're saying dress for the job that you want. Yeah, the idea is like you should carry yourself through life um, like you're where you want to be because that's how you're going to find that place essentially, right? I'll hear people say this like, I don't know where to find conservative women. And then you like ask them, well, where are you looking? And they're like, well, um, I've tried Tinder, I've gone on Bumble, I've gone on Hinge. And it's like, okay, have you, do you go to a church? 
Like, do you have a community of white conservative friends? Um, have you been involved in any political or community organizing? Because like, especially in the black community, right? Like women are like the backbones of all of these things. Um, and if you're looking for conservative people and you're in those areas, you'll find them there. But I feel like people aren't setting themselves up in a conservative lifestyle. Like if you tell me you're looking for a conservative woman and you're not part of your local church, like Jesus, that's like the number one place to start, right? Because these are where off of churches are where all of your community building activities are going to sound from. Every church has a bulletin board where people are doing things. A lot of churches are involved in like community outreach and volunteer. You can get a ton of people this way. Um, but people aren't willing to go in and look for it. Uh, yeah, I just, I, but I feel like in terms of that type of advice, I never hear regulars talking about that. It's always like, um, the sexual marketplace and high-value men are these things you have to do to exploit the dynamics of the evolutionary psychology of women so that you can fuck as many women as possible and that's where you're the 1%. And like, that's the message I hear over and over and over and over and over again. Rather than like, look up your local archdiocese, start going to your church every Sunday, and when church ends, everybody's chatting with each other because that's what they do. Sometimes the priest or whatever will come out and talk to people, and you just like talk to people and you meet friends that way. Like, that's how you organically grow a, a group of friends. But I just I don't hear that advice well, ever I, in the I never hear I, that. I hate, the reason why you never hear that in the manosphere mm -hmm. is because the biggest hoes usually go to church they're usually the most promiscuous. They're usually the most trifling. Like guys wish it was that easy. They could just go to church and find a good wholesome girl at church. They can't. That, that's where, that's usually where the worst ones are at. Do you, on average, do you think the women in church are gonna be more promiscuous or like women that are like at a bar or a club? Bro, they do the same thing. So they, every, they're, they're so twerking, every woman everywhere, there are no more conservative They're women. twerking and they're, bro, they're twerking in church. The, the, when you look at, when you look at the black community, the vast majority of the men don't even go to church anymore. They've, they've checked out. And the reason why they checked out is because of the ridiculousness that's going on in the church. You, you got the, you got the Baptist preacher actually having sex with, with women in the congregation. You've got women actually twerking in church. You've got the, the, the single mothers sitting on the front pew of the church, like, the church, especially in the black community, I can't speak for the white community, but in the black community, the church is lost, bro. It's done. Where okay, well, where are all of these single moms coming from? Where are they coming from? Yeah. Well, I mean because if the church is fucked because it's all like single moms and people like it seems like like it takes two to tango, right? Like you can't, it can't just be all like all on black well, women. Actually, right? no, it does actually no, it doesn't take two to tango. And the reason why is because what's going on in the black community is you have a large group of women that are actually having sex with multiple men, having children with multiple men. You actually have twice as many women in the black community have children as men, twice as many. Yeah, but why is that? I mean, there's- There are some, there's, there there's are some a, cities a, where there's like three black women for every one there, man that's not in a, jail, right? There, like, I mean, like depending on the city that you live in, the availability for some of these black women, you would find a guy. There's the a number, there's a number of factors. The competition is very fierce and there's, there's a number of reasons for that. Number one, we have a small percentage of the population. Black women, last time I checked, outnumbered the men by about three or four million, something crazy like that. Part of the reason is because of Planned Parenthood. Um, in our community, they actually go to Planned Parenthood to the tune of 367,000 per year. That's a thousand every day. So that already right there, you have a, a, a lower um, population of, of just black people in general due to that. Um, in addition to that, there's a, there has been an issue with mass incarceration, thanks to good old Joe Biden with the 94 crime bill. So you have a lot of brothers that are locked up. So that diminishes the amount of black men as well. In addition to that, you have the cultural problem of black women not being very easy to get along with and, and not being easy to cohabitate with. So you have black men who seek relationships outside of the black race, you know, outside of the country, you know, with the passport bros, with SYSBM, all of those different things. So then you, you end up with an even lower amount. And what happens is you have sisters you have black women out here that are more prone to deal with what people call the pookies and the ray rays and they'll go out here and they'll have kids they'll have children with one two maybe even three different uh men 
And the reason why that is, is because it's been incentivized by our government, unfortunately. A lot of these women are doing that in order to supplement their lifestyle with welfare, food stamps, child support, all of those different See, things. See, this is where I wanna chime in for just a second. See, this is where I'll be saying like about the exaggerated points, because number yeah. one, there's not twice as many women with children than men. Like there's 11% more women that have children than black men. There's not twice as many. There's 11% mm -hmm. more, not not twice as many. Um, in addition to that, um, you know, the the notion that, you know, black women are having children for like, you know, resources and this, that, and the other, like, Man. first of all, the resources ain't worth a dang. And like, do you see how expensive eggs is? Like them resource, they can keep them resources. Like eggs is $8. <laughs> like, the, the next up part is when it comes down to negative stats that impact mm -hmm. black men, you know, you're not allowed to say that right and we never do we're not allowed to say like the negative stats that impact black men um because one point is black men actually pay the lowest in child support the lowest. and even the one negative stat that he gave he talked about it was because of joe biden's crime bill so like we understand that there's reasonings behind why yeah. black men are the focus and why black men are you know we understand that white supremacy has a hand in what's happening to black men but why can we not also have understanding regarding how white supremacy comes into play as as it relates to black women like in, in addition to that like black women aren't oh. even the highest um demographic of welfare recipients uh -oh. like we wanted to you know come on now like but they've been allowed you know when um being that black women are the face of the ratchet we're on the face we're the face of everything that's ratchet um they're not going to talk about white women he, he angry man should have said something about white women being the face being the actual recipients of the welfare but you know it, everything is kind of like they ain't shit, yeah, they ain't black shit, they ain't shit. Yeah, for sure. So. Okay, for whatever we want to blame black women for this, black men are just as culpable, right? We can complain about the mass incarceration from the 93 crime bill all we want, but Joe Biden doesn't make somebody so weak. Joe Biden doesn't make somebody carry an unregistered firearm. Joe Biden doesn't make somebody a gangbanger. Like, these are choices that are still being made, that are being made by black men that fuck over black women in the community. Um, and, and I think that the cultural problems stem from that was racist. Problems. See, you see how that racist that, wow. was, that, was, that was that white supremacist racism, baby. I knew it was in there. I knew it was coming. Girl. He said that. He he said it. Let me rewind this shit back just a second. I can't wait to see what Angry Man say about that. have a lot of brothers that are locked up so that diminishes the amount of black men as well in addition to that you have the cultural problem of black women not being very easy to get along with and and not being easy to cohabitate with so you have black men who seek relationships outside of the black race you know outside of the country you know with the passport bros with sysbm all of those different things so then you you end up with an even lower amount and what happens is you have sisters you have black women out here that are more prone to deal with what people call the pookies and the ray rays and they'll go out here and they'll have kids, they'll have children with one, two, maybe even three different uh, men. 
And the reason why that is, is because it's been incentivized by our government, unfortunately. A lot of these women are doing that in order to supplement their lifestyle with welfare, food stamps, child support, all of those different things. There's a bunch of different factors that weigh into that. Okay, for whatever we want to blame black women for this, black men are just as culpable, right? We can complain about the mass incarceration from the 93 crime bill all we want, but Joe Biden doesn't make somebody so big. Joe Biden doesn't make somebody carry an unregistered firearm. Joe Biden doesn't make somebody a gangbanger. Like, these are choices that are still being made, that are being made. Okay, so for the people that saying that it is not racist, Ooh, when lies. you are getting, when black men and black people are being jailed and sent to jail for longer periods of time, there are studies done on this, for the same crimes committed by their white counterparts, that is actually racist. So when he says, well, Joe Biden didn't make him sell weed, didn't make him do this, da, 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 he's right in that aspect. But the same weed that's now like legalized that people. white men are making billions of dollars off of, the same marijuana that's now legalized that that they're making billions of dollars off of that was that was able to destroy black family. Like, come on, let's not act like we don't know that there's racism embedded in the justice system. Look at what happened with the crack epidemic versus the opioid crisis that is being called. It's being called a health crisis. But when it was a crack epidemic, people was being thrown in jail. Crackheads was being shown no mercy literally was being um sent to jail for life after being three-time offenders like let's not act like we don't understand that there's racism and white supremacy involved in our justice system i know we got some cool conservatives up in here but i need y'all to keep it a buck on this one no, you're making excuses this is a the part of accountability that everyone speaks about Okay, so then where are the streams about black men selling crack and how that ruined the community? Where are the streams Call about super that? predators? What, what, like literally they called them super predators. Like, like they targeted black men. You don't think that there was racism involved in that? Like y'all really like to turn a blind eye. I know y'all want to pretend New York that. City? Like, Come on. Wow, y'all. Exactly. Come on. Stop it. We even had a situation in Mississippi where they were only targeting black neighborhoods and was le although crime was still happening in other other parts of of Jackson the black neighborhoods were the main ones targeted to where they got all the damn um what's the shit where the roadblocks and shit they setting up roadblocks and stuff like come on Wow. I've seen them in Chicago, in the, in the inner city, you know, uh, they wait till New Year's Day, you know, it's, yeah. it's literally entrapment. It's another form of entrapment, you know? Well, hold on. No, when, when we're talking about that, when we're talking about that, there are, there are things that are very specific. Okay. Um, one book written by, um, uh, what is her name? Elizabeth Hinton, who I think went to Yale. I think she's a, she's a professor in African-American studies at either Yale or I think Yale, if I'm not mistaken. She wrote From the War on Poverty to the War on Crime. And she pointed out through her research, right after you get the uh, uh, the um, 65 Voters Rights Act, you actually have a, a overhauling of the criminal justice system where they started policing urban areas more heavily. This is right after the, the Industrial Revolution where you have Black people migrating into the um, urban centers. You have them policing them more heavily, okay? You actually have what is uh, the equivalent of today, billions of dollars uh, funneled into that criminal program. I forgot the name of it, but the purpose was to create probation officers, uh, all of these different things to create a revolving door 
um, in the criminal justice system, which has affected the black community significantly. So yeah, it's wrong for any black man to go out here and commit crimes and do things that he doesn't have any uh, business, but it, is, it has been historically proven over and over again that black men have been disproportionately targeted by the criminal justice system, especially with, um, especially with uh, uh, particular crimes. When you have certain uh, um, narcotics that black men get a harsher sentence for, whereas other groups of men might get a slap on the wrist, or even worse, when it comes to unaliving somebody, more often than not, when a white guy goes to jail for unaliving somebody, they end up getting a manslaughter charge as opposed to second degree or whatever degree or whatever. Now, I'm not trying to play the victim Olympics. I'm just stating the facts. Like any of this can be looked up. It's the research is out there. So it's not just, that, it's not just yeah, that I, black men are just like, oh, we're going to go to prison or whatever. Like right around the time that they overhauled the uh, welfare program in 90, in, in freaking uh, 96, I'm not 96. Let me just say this. Y'all see how easy it was for that motherfucker to be like, oh, well, ain't nobody telling him to sell weed. Ain't nobody That's what telling I'm him saying. to out there and gang bang. And to not say it's not racist, like, do y'all know, like, literally, the, the, there are a plethora of articles that have tied that crime bill to mass yeah. incarceration of black men and the racism that was involved, like, literally dug off up in that crime bill and, and studied it verbatim and how racist the tactics that were used, like, literally, a Google search can unearth that. And it was the generalized way in which he just threw out there that nobody told black men to carry guns and to commit crimes when somebody is literally talking about something that has been documented to be racist, to have racist intent, to, for there to be racist implications that this bill was created to target a specific demographic. And he generalized black men by saying nobody told black men to sell drugs and, and carry guns. Like, come on, that was very racist. Then when it comes down to even drugs, black men weren't flying shit in on planes and trains and automobiles, which this is all documented. Girl, oh my gosh, my pressure about to go up. In 65 and 66, you see a rise in single parent households. You see a rise in single parent households. You, you had a number of things that occurred that affect that. You, you had the emergence of the prison industrial complex. You, you're just coming out of the Vietnam War, which a lot of black men lost their lives to that. And now you have this welfare program where if you have a man in the house, the one of the stipulations is you, you don't qualify for those particular things, which is unfortunate because during that time, you had a, a really serious problem with poverty. So there's a number of factors that play into all that. So. To preface this, I just will comment as a small job. I think it's funny that you're citing a woman who is a historian went to Yale. So historians that are is, important, That is right? funny. That is, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, sure. That book, America on Fire, I think, for the, for the poverty water or whatever, right? But um, regardless of that, um, everything you said might be true, but none of that is black women's fault. I just think it's fair to blame black women. Like, you can't blame black women for men being incarcerated. When police are policing these areas, black men are the ones that are engaging in the crime, but black women are. And I guess it just feels a little shitty to blame black women when at the end of the day, they're the ones that get saddled with all of the community responsibility. You, you, They've got to be the backbone of like all these families, of all these churches, all these things. Like the only way these communities function are on the backs of these like single black women. You, and then say, well, hold on a and then, and then for black men to turn around and say, well, we got policed really heavily. And so, you know, we got caught selling drugs and that's why you guys are all single moms and that's why your lives are fucked up. But, it, but it's black women's fault for everything that happens with black women. Okay. I think there's a lot of fault that okay. evenly pulled out the both sides. Okay, here, 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 okay here, here's the thing with this, all right? There is so much nuance in all of that. One, you have a lot of guys that were caught selling drugs that weren't selling drugs. 
okay? You have a lot of guys that had issues where they got pulled over and, oh, surprise, there's drugs in the car. Where did that come from, okay? So that's one thing. There's nuance like that. Doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen, all right? Then on top of that, when you're talking about it's not the black women's fault, black women are willing participants in a system that they actually know for a fact is, is, is disproportionately prejudiced to their group of men, okay? They know this. This, this is not a game. They, they, go, they go to these offices knowing that they can actually take advantage of the system by, oh, I'm in a relationship with a black man who ain't hitting on nothing and don't want to work and blah, 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 all of those different things. I so wanted we, to chime in real that. quick on you something. Can't ignore he said that. Now too. to sit here and say, oh, it's all black women's fault. I never Okay. I wanted to chime in real quick on something that Angry Man said, but I, I also want to say this. I didn't say he's racist. I said that what he said was racist. There's a difference. Yeah. Um, I'm not calling him a racist, but he his comments were very racist. They had a very racist undertone, like to make that comment on something that was documented. The man literally went on, like there's um, um, a video of him saying, lock the SOBs up. So much so that he later apologized about for his role in the crime oh, bill, okay. which he led, like he led the charge on the crime bill. This isn't something that I'm making up. It's you, y'all can, I'm pretty sure y'all are aware because y'all are very intelligent and y'all are very politically savvy and y'all keep up with that type of stuff. And most of y'all are conservatives and y'all are anti-Biden. So I know that y'all are already aware of this anyways. But um, as it relates to what Angry Man is saying about black women participating in a system um, that they know like specifically targets black men. Um, I think that um, he has a point with that. I, I will say like, I, I, you know, I can't put the onus of everything that goes on in the black, everything that goes wrong in the black community on black women, but do black women participate in the system that they know is um, built on and filled with, you know, that is built on white supremacy that, it, you know, has not even hidden agendas, it's like very plain agendas to, um, you know, target black men. Like they, they, and do they weaponize these systems? Yes, I will say that they do. Um, I've seen it with my own eyes. And I think that we're like, the thing is in these conversation, like when we have new people who come into the chat and they're not familiar with our content, the thing that I want you to know is that it is imperative that we're honest in these conversations. Like our desire is to be able to hold um, honest and and and, and um, real conversations. Like the only way that we will make any headway, the only way that we can have a breakthrough, that the only way that you know perspectives can be heard, and you know. Um, we can hear each other out and new perspectives can be gained possibly from conversing with one another as if we're honest. And, you know, we have to be honest about the fact that yes, black women have participated in the system. Yes. Black women have weaponized the system. I've seen it with my own eyes. Um, it is a thing. Um, so there, you know, I'm not going to deny that, that, you know, yes, that that's true. I agree with it. I agree with that part of his point. Okay. I said it was all black women's fault, but there is a large percentage of black women who have been incentivized to have children out of wedlock. They've been incentivized to utilize a system that they know benefits them. And they do this on a regular basis. Okay, they do this on a regular quick, basis. Do you really believe that there's like people out there that are like, I want to have a kid so I get welfare? Yes. I don't believe it, I know it. 
I don't believe it. I know it because I why know because okay, I know do, my do, culture. Why do black women do this, but not white women or Indian women or Asian women or other people? Well, I don't know if white women do this or not. A lot of white women on welfare too. I, I can't speak for white women because I'm not part of that. I'm not part of that culture. But I know what I grew up around. I've heard the conversations amongst women. I've heard the things that they've said. One of the issues that I point out in my um in my show, which is a real issue, during the time where where uh, Gen Xers were younger and you had the the boomer parents. You had this this switch, like you talked about earlier, where the women started going into the workforce more and going to get their education more. Well, one of the things that happened is a lot of the boomer women would use their daughters to help them uh, uh, with the housework. So when mom goes off to, to work or whatever, uh, her daughter is helping raise the siblings. And what I've had a lot of women tell me, a lot of black women tell me, and I know it's anecdotal, but I've had a lot of women tell me one of their escapes was to have sex, uh, have, have a child with a guy, because then she can get Section 8 or she can get public housing, and now she can move out and get the hell away from her mama's house where her mother's forcing her to cook, clean, and do all of the housework. Oh, honey. Um, it was starting to get real, real, real juicy. Um my we're we're gonna stop it right here because we both have very early mornings <laughs> got stuff to do um so we're gonna stop it did right you have here. anything on that last point about what he said about young black girls like yes um it's like some of the things that he said was true but i don't think that's the entire culture and I feel like if he grew up in a certain aspect of the culture, and I'm talking about AM, if he grew up in a certain aspect of a culture, like, okay, my, the way I was raised in Mississippi versus how I was raised in New York City were two totally different experiences, two totally different experiences. The things that I saw in New York City versus what I saw in Mississippi were two totally different things two totally different cultures. And I feel like we kind of relegate one aspect of the culture and say that that's the whole culture. And I feel like we do ourselves a disservice there too. Not saying that our culture is perfect because it's not, but the way that I've heard a lot of black men describe our culture in this space, um, I don't think it's all the way 100. But their aspect could be true for them, but I don't think it's the whole thing. Um, we don't ever highlight the great things about our culture, the great things about ourselves. Um, what we have continued to see is the de demonization of Black people by Black people. And I I do feel some type of way Angry Man is sitting here um, trying to convince a white man that black women are the boogeyman. Um, um, I, I do feel some type of way about it. I can't front about that. I do, I do, um, I do feel yeah. I I I can't 
can say like this conversation though, and maybe it's because destiny was on the opposite end of the spectrum. I heard angry man being more objective than I've heard in the past. Like I've literally heard him being more middle of the road and say, well, I'm not blaming them for everything, but I do feel that they're responsible for this, this, and this. I'm not doing this, but da, 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 da. Now, as it relates to what you just said, I agree that I see very few instances where we can acknowledge anything positive about our culture. Like I'm like, where did I like, did I grow up so far removed from the black culture that I just had a completely different experience because literally we had fun cookouts. Like I was surrounded by black women who would give you the shirt off your back. Like, I'm going to tell you something. My grandma and fed so many strays and then took so many people in and got so many people that call her mama that she raised that were not her biological children. And I literally, our communities were filled with women like that. Black women who would literally do anything for you, who like they lit, they going to get, they rode around with extra, my grandma all the time, like my grandmother is the sweetest person I've ever met in my life, but she always, when she went to like Walmart and Target and places like that, bought extra gloves and hats and stuff like that. Cause it was cold where we lived. I'm from the Midwest. Cause she didn't want to see kids outside with, you know, cold hands and hats and stuff. Like those are the type of black women I know. Like I never hear black men acknowledge or speak of, you know, the warmth of black women. And it's kind of like, damn, you didn't know the, you don't know the warmth of a black woman and it makes me sad because like if you don't know the like I feel like you're remiss if you've never experienced the warmth of a black woman girl um you said a word um and Jay Cavassier I am not originally from New York I'm actually originally from Mississippi I was born in Mississippi moved to New York when I was six moved back to Mississippi and that's how it went but no I'm not originally from there um girl you said a word um i've come across some hellified black people period and everybody that i've encountered as black people don't get me wrong our 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 um community has our we we definitely have some issues we definitely do but it's like when you didn't ate at your grandma house and your grandma has fed the kids or your grandma was the candy lady um, or your grandma taking you to uh, places or your mom taking you to wherever, your aunts, they didn't cook for you. They didn't um, gave you money and, and slipped it in your hand and told you don't tell nobody. They didn't get girl. Exactly. They always hunt. Don't tell nobody. I gave you this. Listen, and it wasn't just my grandma. They talking about, yeah, my family, but just I, like, I would have like people and women in the neighborhood, like here, take this bag of fruit home, take these apples home. Like that's how it was. Like I re literally, I've gone to funerals from people like that. I grew up with from a child because they, they were like family. Like we had very close bonds and ties in our community with our neighbors because they were like family. They treated us like family. Let them see us doing something wrong. We knew better. It girl, was love and warmth. They was about from to call your folks people. on your ass. Yeah, girl, listen. They knew. They'd be like, "Ain't you to a daughter? I know you ain't up there doing such and such." such. I'd be like, "Oh my god," <laughs> you know. But um. I don't necessarily think that the era of the grandmother. Yeah, that shit did. Never mind. I I, I wanted to make an excuse so bad. Yeah, it's dead. Uh, but it's but, dead. It's dead. Yeah, it's, it's dead. dead. But y'all killed it because y'all didn't appreciate grandma. Y'all just up on grandma's sofa. 
Y'all would be the niggas that have slept on grandma's sofa and grandma twerking at the club, baby. Grandma twerking at the club. What you talking? <laughs> like, what? Like, no, she but they'd have been slept on grandma's sofa, slept in grandma's basement, and then get over here and talk shit about grandma like she ain't did shit for them. Like all she did was whoop their ass. She she ain't teach them how to read. She ain't teach them how to ride a bike. Grandma had to go to fucking work so she could help provide. I just that's true. Like, like, and they talking about, oh yeah, you know, some a MGTOW was like, yeah, I know that from my aunts, but they were welfare queens. I, my 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 family wasn't. My grandmother worked. She went to work every day. She retired. She, you know, and when she retired, she had adopted children. Like she was a foster mom, did respite. So that wasn't my ministry. But even still, like whether they were welfare queens or not, like did they still show you warmth and love, and you know, show you what it was like to make sure like you were taken care of, and show you an extension of of their 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 goodness um i knew some people on welfare i think you had to be making like ten thousand dollars to get welfare ten thousand dollars or less at one point to get welfare welfare is hard as shit to get it is really hard like they just ain't giving you a a Uh, real listen conservative said it's y'all fault for making grandma raise y'all kids (laughs) y'all Child, now, now, Shaquisha did make grandma sit in the house with them, child. You know, she dropped them kids off to grandma. Listen, wrecking grandma nerve. <laughs> you going to work down at that club? I don't want you working down at that club. Listen, I don't know. Child. <laughs> you already know she was ripping and running the streets. Grandma lived, dropped them kids off on the Thursday. Grandma ain't see her the Monday morning when them kids had to go Baby, to school. Baby, Anna turned her damn phone phone off. Listen. You know, she did. Listen, Listen. you know, she did. Oh, I know some hoes for real. <laughs> I, know I do too. I do too. Mm-hmm. We go. We said we keeping it a buck. We gonna keep it a buck all Look. the way. Look. Come yeah. On. Um. My grandmother had to take me in at a certain point. Um. Because crack affected my family. So I ended up living with my grandmother for an extended an extended period of time. Mm. And child. Even though it was like my grandma came to New York with a Southern mindset and tried to raise me a Southern raised in New York City. Y'all can't even imagine how this shit went. Um, Y'all know I was dropping my kids off to my mama. I was a teen mom. Like, mom, could you babysit? (laughs) Could you babysit? Your granddaughters want to spend time with you. They love you. They miss you. Here you go. Yeah. Um, No cynical. Listen. Um... I never really say this shit out loud to people and I'm going to end on this note. Um, The things that my mom taught me when she was clean um, was probably a lot of the shit that she told me to do. A lot of the shit that she taught me have been things that I have been able to use till today, this day. Um, The decisions that she told me to make have impacted my entire life existence um and so i'm i'm thankful for my mom i'm thankful for everything that she went through to educate me on the things that she was able to educate me on and not to say that she had to go through that process to do it but um you know it it wasn't in vain like i learned a lot from my mom and i love my mom so yeah that's all i got um somebody uncle Stu had sent me a clip 
that he wanted us to play Uncle Stu. I got I'm gonna do I got one better for you. I'm gonna use that as my tough talk topic. And um we'll go from there. Cause a sister gotta go. A sister ain't even eight. Yeah, I gotta get up out of here too. I am so hungry too. I haven't eaten hardly oh, anything listen, today, listen, but listen. I do have to get up out of here. You say y'all feeling um, guilty now. I can't stand hood conservative. I ain't feeling no guilty, baby. Because every time my mama asks me for money to go to bingo, I hit that hand. So you know. Uh, me or my baby daddy so you know <laughs> there's that <laughs> but well anyways um i, I don't have anything to... oh go ahead danny i was just gonna say shout out to everybody that came through um and joined us tonight we always 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 are greatly 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 appreciative of you guys coming and shout out a uh, even bigger shout out to everybody who came through and super chatted us um you know we love y'all we appreciate y'all absolutely what do you oh well it wasn't a debate so it ain't even no sense in asking who won because it really it wasn't a debate it really was a lot of agreement and they really you know were um in alignment with a lot of things so it wasn't a debate yeah uh hood conservative don't make me time your ass out bastard uh, i ain't studying him anyways i have nothing you know else. i started to do a show called a race of babies that hate the ladies or some shit like that uh, <laughs> i started to bring that up as a topic okay, anyway Listen, um, that kind of sound good got a ring to it Ooh. Hmm. anyways um i have nothing else thank y'all again we appreciate y'all y'all know it um shout out to you everybody um hood servative i want you to do something especially you um i want you to make sure that you strap up and that you don't procreate again and everybody else have a great great rest of the if week. you do it's gonna be with a white woman but anyway <laughs> yeah what she said <laughs> Have a great rest of the week and we will see you guys back here <laughs> on the next one. That part. We out.